In a rapidly changing world, people wonder more and more about where their food comes from and how it was grown. The farmers who grow America's corn understand how important this is and want to share the stories from our farms of how we are working to grow an incredible crop that can be an answer to sustainability questions and is grown by men and women who value the air, water, soil, and our natural resources just like you. To find out more about how corn farmers are working to feed and fuel a vibrant economy and healthy planet, visit ncga.com. NCGA, a commitment to the future. This is an X Squad Affiliate Podcast. The number one cheap rocket jersey firm. Lonely Hunts Cafe. Spicy conversations. Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota. Man, Jelly Young. Microwave. The Sports Bar, also known as Stacy Sports Radio. Click the Marvel Show. The BS3 Sports Show. This is DJ Queen from the X Squad. Radio Podcast. Tasty Talk with Man De Leon. Go, 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 go
just wanna party, party just for you. We just want the money, money just for you. I know you wanna party, party just for me. Girl, you got me dancing, dancing should be free. We just wanna party, party just for you. We just want the money, money just for you. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Look how I'm living now. Police be tripping now. Yeah, this is America. In my area, my area. I got the strap. I gotta carry 'em. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go into this. Yeah, yeah, this is gorilla. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go get the bag. Yeah, yeah, or I'ma get the pad. Yeah, yeah, I'm so cold like yeah. Yeah, I'm so dull like yeah. We gon' blow like yeah. Slipping now, look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. Look how I'm geeking now. I'm so pretty. I'm on Gucci. I'm so pretty. I'm on Giddy. Watch me move. This is Sally. That's a tool. On my Kodak. What up, what up, what up? It's Maestro Styles and Trey Frazier here in the house, y'all. Yeah. It's the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Live right here on barbershopsportstalkpodcast.com. Make sure y'all check out the website. Check out the live feed right there. Get in the chat room. Click on that bubble. Get in that chat room, y'all. And, uh, you know, interact with us while we do this live show. Um, just a couple of reminders. Um, follow us on our social media outlets as well. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube page. And also, we got a line here. So if you want to call the show, the number is 240-532-2718. 
and uh, get in here and you could talk NFL, NBA playoffs, uh, whatever it is is on your mind. But um, got a got a special special day for DC sports yes, last indeed. night. The Capitals, yes, the Washington Capitals, tied one apiece in Game Six against Pittsburgh. They go to overtime. They get the go-ahead goal in overtime. They clinch the series. They clinch the conference finals in the Eastern Conference berth for the first time in 20 years for the franchise. First time for a DC sports team in 20 years to clinch that feat of all the four teams in the DC area or in DC for that matter. So they, they break that curse, man, of, uh, you know, getting to the conference final, and I have to say, Maestro, I'm, I'm a little disappointed in you because I, I thought you'd come through here with your, your cap stuff on, and, you know, you, yeah, you've man. always talked about unless they get to the next round, they're just going to be the Capitals. I'm not I'm not going to be into it until well, they get to the, to the next round, and here they are into the next round, four wins from a Stanley Cup playoff berth, eight wins from getting the Cup. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to disappoint you, man. It's not that I didn't want to throw my hoodie on. It's more that I was rushing to get here. I understand. So, I, you know. I, I understand. It, look. That traffic can I'm gonna be tell a little you, hectic. But I'm going to tell you, though, man. And first of all, shouts out to the Capitals for finally, finally beating the Penguins. Um, yes, that should be important. That, that should be noted. That, yeah, that, that should that, be they noted. Beat, you know, some other, you know, the Saint the Islanders yeah, or the, or the beat, Flyers. Yeah, they beat the Penguins. Yes, the people that have consistently whipped their ass in the playoffs and beyond. Yep. And um, I'm I look, man. I don't know who to, who. I think they, who to play. Who to play in the last round? The previous I mean, round. I'm, I'm sorry. Who are they playing? Get ready to play Next, Friday. Uh, yeah, Tampa, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Yep. Right. So, I don't know if they're how good of a team they are or aren't, and I don't care. Um, over over a hundred points for the season. So, kind of in the same, the same arena group. as the Capitals have done this regular season. So, you, you probably got the two top teams in the East going at it for the Eastern Conference Eastern Championship. Conference, yeah. So, yeah. um. It's gonna be tough, though. I would say, I I, I would say this because you know I've I've talked to some people um, who are Caps fans at the office. Um, even my uh, old buddy of mine that used to work at the old office um, back down in Hyattsville, he he had a text, and I want to shout out my homie Sean right here because he's a he's a big time Capitals fan, mm-hmm. and I texted him last night and I said, "Yo, like, how you feel now?" And he was like, "No emotions, whatever." So then he texted me this morning, and this was his text. He said, you fell asleep last night. Ten years of expecting them to fail made me numb (laughs) to this accomplishment. And he put accomplishment in quotes. They need to win the East for me to be happy, even if they lose in the finals. So I'm not mad at that. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. I understand. I, I, I totally understand that. Because there have been talks about breaking this team up for, like, the yeah. last three, four years. Yeah. So now you finally get to this point, and who knows what happens beyond this year if they ever get to this point ever again, mm-hmm. if they're going to break the team up somehow. Right. So I would say, yeah, you're at this point now. It's been a while. Go ahead and go for it. 
Yeah, I mean, and I know fans in the area, if you're 17, if you're 18, 19 years old, you're probably just happy that a team from the district got to this point of the four major sports Hell, teams. I, I be I, I'm, with what I understand his his point. Mm-hmm. Um, I, people are celebrating now. They are. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying. Yeah, right. they're, they're celebebrating now. Yeah, they're yeah. Celebrating and, and I don't and I don't I can't fault them for that. Yeah. If they've seen 20 years of this stuff, I mean, I, I can't fault them for that. I've been here 17 years, and this is the first time I've seen. A DC team get to the conference final. Yeah, man, but I don't want a Philadelphia 76ers this thing either. Well, you, you heard when they won the other night, mm-hmm. they had confetti or like, like, like. No, they didn't win. They didn't win. That was game three. Oh, that, oh, was it? Oh, when they lost. Oh. That was game three. You know why the confetti dropped? Some was because Bellinelli hit the shot to uh-huh. tie it. And Cats uh, thought it was a three to win the game because it was a two-point deficit. Yeah, right. So right. they checked the video and was like, nah, Bellinelli was on the line. Oh. And so it turned from a game winner to uh, a game tire to yeah. go to overtime. And then they yeah, just blew that whole yeah, thing. Yeah. And we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about all that, you know, a little later in the show here. <laughs> we will definitely talk about the Sixers. Uh, yeah, for for real. For real, man. Um, Just want to shout out the homies in the chat room real quick. Uh, The homie Deacon Dell. What up, Shout man? out to the homie Deacon Dell, man. I had to go pick up some stuff from his crib uh, yesterday, man. The dude do live up in North Baltimore, up in the city there, man. Hey, all, all I got to say is, Dell, man, be safe, though, man. That, that's that's all I got to say hey, for that, man. man. What up, man? What uh, up, man? Uh, Cedric Galloway, what what's up, up man? Appreciate you. Uh, see Big Kev. What up, 303? With, with the Broncos Abbey in there. What's what up, going man? on? Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. So what what does this mean now for for D.C. now? Because, well, um... First and foremost, before I, before I kick in with the with the hate, uh, let me again congratulate the, the the Capitals for getting to the um, to the conference championship, and I hope they go and win the whole damn thing. Yep. Let me get all that out the way. Yep. With that being said, uh, this is the least relevant team of the four major sports to do it, mm-hmm. and um, with Wow, and I think that's why there's not. As much buzz as I thought it would be, yeah. Like if the Redskins did yeah. this, yeah, it would be all over yeah. TV. So it's and like all that a, stuff. it's like a, it's like you remember in the, if I remember correctly, in the mid nineties, the DC United won the soccer championship. Okay, and there was this like you know. Freddie Adu was on the team at the time. If you remember Freddie Adu, mm-hmm. um, now you're talking maybe mid two thousands, maybe then. Okay, so no, I'm so I'm talking about '96. Then, so Freddie Dew wasn't there. He wasn't yeah, there. You're right. You're right. He, he you're right. There. You're absolutely right. I don't know why I, I blended the two. Okay, but in '96, um, okay, you know what? Now I'm thinking he was there, and it happened in the mid 2000s. I was gonna however say, it happened, mm-hmm. however it happened, DC United won a soccer they championship. Won a, they won a title. Yeah, and um. Nobody like we we all said you know that's right, what's cool. up, right. but nobody cared. And this is the closest to that that right. will be. With um, you know, obviously there'll be more if the Nationals go, the Wizards go, and for certain, oh, for the, certainly the, the, the Redskins, the Redskins the city if, they, if be that on happened, fire. we'd be lighting yeah. the city on fire if yeah. um if they went. Oh yeah, um, or they'd be. I wouldn't be. Um, so, uh. There's that man. Um, 
like I would love to sit here and act like I'm, you know, ready to throw tables and mm-hmm. you know what I mean. I think I'd be a little bit more excited if I as I start watching the conference championship yep. and, and start feeling like, oh, we about to really go to the, you know, yeah, I might go to the cup. Yeah, I might get a little more excited and around got a that shot point. At winning it, but it, yeah. But we talking about the conference championship, and, and we talking about the conference championship mm-hmm. for the least popular team mm-hmm. in the four. Despite majors. they've been the more successful yeah. franchise in the last obviously twelve fifteen years, obviously. I mean, you're talking about twelve chances to get to the finals, to the conference finals for the Caps. You're talking about four, I think, postseason appearances since '98 for the Skins. Mm-hmm. Um, four for the Nats, who've never been there. And then the Wizards, they've had, I think, like eight appearances in the playoffs since right. 1998, going right. back to Jamison and Butler and uh, Arenas. And then from there to, you know, this era of Wizards basketball. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there were plenty of chances for any of those four to get there. And it hadn't happened until last night. And so, you're, you're, but you're absolutely right. It's the NHL. It's the fourth most. Uh, it's the fourth least popular sport team, not just yeah, yeah, in DC, yeah. but in sports. Really, yeah. Period. Unless you live in one of those hockey, you know, those real true there, hockey towns, and that's pretty much in Canada. <laughs> it's pretty much Canada. I but don't I would, know, no. I would say, I would say there's there might be two, there's two that I could think of. Is Detroit is one because they've won a lot of cups, mm-hmm. and I'd say Buffalo. Because I've I've been to Buffalo a few times, and there's a lot of folks that, especially during the winter, you'll see them outside playing ice hockey. Oh, and I and I've never seen that anywhere else. Okay, in in this country, than, other than Buffalo. So, and I'll be the first to admit <laughs> that I haven't been a lot of places in life, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, definitely never seen that. So I would say it's those two places that are like diehard hockey fans, at least in this country, and then you know shout New York. Out, and, shout out to that. Shout out to the Capitals, man. And like I said, I hope I hope they win it all. Just yeah. to say we got a team that's done it. Yeah, I hope so too. And I, I'll go back to what I said weeks ago. Houston Astros win their first title in franchise history. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia Eagles win their first Super Bowl in franchise history. It's time for somebody let's to keep this thing going. And why not the Washington Capitals to win their first cup in franchise history? Yeah. Yeah. Why why not? Seeing a lot of first over the last few months. I mean, we've seen a sixteen beat a one in the tournament. I mean, we've seen the Cubs, you know, going back a couple years when they're first in like a hundred and million years mm-hmm. and so let's keep the train rolling. I I, hey. I think they I think the Capitals have a great shot just as much as the Lightning do, even though they already have a cup already, just mm-hmm. as much as the Vegas team has gotten yeah. to their conference final in All the right. West. Yeah. They got a really good shot to win the cup also. It would be their first, and they do it in a historical way. And then um, I, I don't know who the other you know team would come out on the other side of the West be, but definitely I think it's it's pretty much even at this point. So so can I um can I can I dis- can I discuss my distaste? For something, um, yeah. What's up? You know, it's funny. I'm, I'm, I, 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 I searched this this topic on YouTube, and it's saying that this is three years, three weeks old. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but I just saw this on Instagram like yesterday. So you can correct me if you heard this or not, right? Stephen A. comparing Colin Kaepernick to Donald Trump. 
Um, did you have you heard this? I think I've seen the headline. I don't recall if I've ever heard the conversation. Okay, so I'm it. I'm gonna. I don't know if this is gonna play the way I wanted to play, but we're gonna. I'm, I'm gonna play you this, uh-huh. and it's um and it's about it's about six minutes. I promise I won't play the whole six minutes. I just want to get to the point that. I just want this to be heard. Okay. Um, and I don't, it's not being heard right now. So let me let me freestyle. Um, but the dude compared him to Donald Trump, and um, I don't I don't know why that would be something that even if he had a valid point that he thought he should be saying, mm-hmm. but he said it. And um, the color I, I kind of I, I want I was going to say you got something coming in here. Yeah, yeah. I cannot I salute know. the flag. I know that I'm a black man in a white world. This is Colin Kaepernick. Let me. This is Colin Kaepernick. Uh, Colin Kaepernick put out a, 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 a Instagram post mm-hmm. uh, of Jackie Robinson. The quote says, "I cannot stand and sing the anthem. I cannot salute the flag. Right. I know that I'm a black man in a white world." This is a quote from Jackie Robinson back when mm-hmm. you know the whole integration yep. uh, integration thing was happening, and uh, they were commenting on. The c- comparisons of Colin Kaepernick to Jackie Robinson. Hold your thoughts. Mister's <laughs> autobiography in 1972. Stephen A. Do you like that Kaepernick tweeted this out? This comparison here. Well, it depends on what the intent was. If the intent was just to highlight and and and, and illuminate uh, the rationale and the reason behind his protest, I have absolutely no problem whatsoever. He's earned the right to do what he wants to do. He recognizes the repercussions that will come with it, and if he's willing to take that position, uh, more power to him. I support his right to do it, and I still believe that he should be employed in the NFL. Uh, he shouldn't be ostracized because of that one specific thing. Absolutely. But I will say this. We're going to put a stop to all of this stuff for those out there that try to martyr him to the point where you think for one second that he needs to be mentioned in the same sentence as Jackie Robinson. You better pump them damn brakes. I'm not going to tolerate that. I'm telling you right now. So folks going to get cussed out on national television if I hear somebody saying something like that. He is not comparable to the great Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson uh, was the man uh, that was responsible for integrating the sport of Major League Baseball. Jackie Robinson was coming up in a time where we were devoid of civil rights, where we couldn't use the same restaurants or the same bathrooms, or we couldn't patronize the same businesses or the water fountains or anything like that. Jackie Robinson grew up at a time with such alarming hostility that it sparked the civil rights movement, for crying out loud, in certain respects. And there is no question about that. When we look at that and we juxtapose that to Colin Kaepernick, with all due respect, I'm sorry, we appreciate yeah, yeah, his willingness this. to bring uh, like sensitivity to and, a, and awareness to racial oppression, racial inequality, police brutality, etc. But this is an NFL player that made in excess of $40 million. This is an NFL player that restructured his deal so he can opt out a year earlier because he wanted to sit up there and maximize the opportunities that were available to him. And Max Kellerman, I'll go as far as to say this. You know one thing that folks haven't realized that Colin Kaepernick is actually comparable to? Are you ready for this? Are you sitting down for this one, Max Kellerman? He's actually comparable to President Donald Trump. Allow me to explain real quick. Donald Trump was the former owner for the USFL 
who tried to sue the NFL for $1.7 billion. He won the case, but won a grand total of $1. It ruined, it assisted in ruining the USFL. Certainly ruined his chances of ultimately getting what he really wanted, which was to own an NFL team. Because then in 2014, years later, when he wanted to own the Buffalo Bills, they still didn't want him to be a part of their clique. So here you have a white billionaire who wants to become a part of the league and couldn't get in. Colin Kaepernick can't get back in. I understand that the two things really don't have much to do with one another, but I'm saying the irony is that Donald Trump, before he ever decided to run for president, wanted to be an owner for the National Football League. Okay, I'm going to stop it right there. Yeah, I I, I think it's a, it's a silly comparison um, off the rip. It's a, it's a really silly comparison. Um, but I, I do understand part of where he was going with that. I think the one thing that keeps both these guys the same is, is that Trump was trying to own a franchise and the owners come, you know, came together and conspired to not let him own a franchise the same way owners could be conspiring to not let Colin Kaepernick play quarterback in the NFL. That's the only similarity. Which is the comparison here. he was trying to make. That's the only similarity. Which was which was the comparison he was trying to make. But here's here's my problem. Here's my issue. Here's my first and foremost, I don't know if you watched um him last week talking about Kanye West. Yes. Oh you definitely. saw that? Yes, definitely. And he spoke to uh you know, Kanye West speaking irresponsibly and right. this is not the time to be siding with Donald Trump even if like, you know, this is ignorant and and you know what I'm yep. saying? Mm-hmm. And here he comes right next week comparing one of our leaders mm-hmm. of our modern of our time right now, comparing him to the exact polar opposite. I don't care if the situations are comparable or not. Mm-hmm. You really thought it was okay to compare Donald Trump to Colin Kaepernick? In the whole conversation that they were having, they being on first take, it was not the best time to do that. It's it's, it's probably not the best time to do that ever. Ever. And, and, and let me add to what you were saying about Kanye West. He also, he being Kanye, said, you know, that slavery was a choice. So let's not... You know, leave that part out into um, what, into what in the response to what Stephen A. was saying about really Kanye. Co- uh, I was oh, no, I I really don't. I okay. I really don't because I don't think because we we this would not be. be I, I really I really okay, don't want to get into that. But no, I I just wanted to add that in there well, in addition to what Stephen A. was complaining about Kanye about. Well, what but essentially what he said though. And you know, and again, I, I'm trying to we'll keep this sports. Mm-hmm. What he said was is that what Stephen A. said is that Kanye was spoke irrespons- irresponsibly, right? And, um, and 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 essentially chastised him for it. And mm-hmm. that's based on what my belief on what Kanye West is really saying. I will admit that that has a part to do with how I'm dissecting this situation. Mm-hmm. And, but, and let's also be honest: this became a topic on first take because it had something to do with Colin Kaepernick. It had nothing really. It had nothing more so to do with the president and what Kanye said. It get Kanye. I mean, Colin Kaepernick being involved in the story is part of the reason why this became a topic 
on first take. Because I've, I've, I've seen a lot of stuff on Twitter saying, hey, like, why are we talking politics and blah, blah, blah. Well, because Colin Kaepernick is a part of the story, and so they feel like, well, it was a sports story because a sports an athlete is a part of it, so well, let's talk that. about it. Yeah, I agree with it, too. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm so not upset at that. Why is, why, why is it okay for Stephen A to say that? And I, I, You know, when I saw this yesterday, mm-hmm. and like I said, I thought this happened, and as far as I know, it happened yesterday. Uh-huh. Why is... I mean, ain't nobody, ain't nobody concerned. Ain't nobody said nothing to him. I ain't seen no outrage on Twitter. I ain't seen no outrage on IG. Right. Uh, everybody's cool with the fact that he just compared, and I don't care. I don't that care he compared about Kaepernick to and Donald I don't Trump. care about the capacity. Mm-hmm. I don't care about the capacity because you're smarter than that. I think the reason there's not a lot of backlash is because maybe he made up for it by the outrage he showed toward Kanye. Because like you said, that happened. Uh, well, no, it I, may well, have happened. Well, I agree with you yeah. that it is BS. I do agree with that. But you said that was three weeks ago. No, I looked, up, I looked it up on YouTube. I guess it has to be three weeks ago if I seen it on YouTube and it said three weeks ago. But okay. I was, yeah. So okay. So if that, that, so if he made the comparison, Colin Kaepernick to um, Donald Trump three weeks ago, then what he said last week regarding what Kanye said probably in some people's eyes made up for what he was trying to do three weeks ago. So if he said it three weeks ago, why wouldn't they end his shit three weeks ago? That's a good question. Yeah. And, so, and I don't know yeah, the answer yeah, to that. Yeah. I, I, look, am I, on my small platform, X-Squad gang, what up? Um, Stephen A., that was some bullshit. That was some cold bullshit. It was and, a bad. It was a bad. It was a bad time a to terrible, put that out there. And for you to be... So, um, you know, aware and, and I hate saying woke, but woke to, mm-hmm. you know, what's going on. It's and, and like I'm gonna tell you, my people's calling you all kinds of coons. I I refuse. Surprisingly, to, they are. I, I sometimes I'm a little confused by it. Um, on the low, I always got to kind of. I always because I don't believe that about him. I always find myself defending him, and you know the whole. Well, because he, because I mean, he's been very. I mean, I mean he has pictures with Sheriff Clark. And, well, that was a pretty suspect picture right there. But I will say this: he's nowhere near to what Shannon Sharp is in terms of Shannon you know, Sharp being woke. No, I'm saying oh, as far oh, as being woke oh, is concerned. Oh, what? No, no, no. As far as, as as far as you know, because Shannon is all over social media with this stuff. Yeah. As far as staying woke and you know the black movement yeah, and all that stuff. Stephen A is not quite there. Not quite there. Mm-hmm. But he does. Like when you listen to him talk, you know that okay, he's not. He ain't cooning or nothing like that. I mean, he's telling you like like I'll give you a good example. Um, there's always the conversation about the business side of the NFL. Mm-hmm. So whenever they talk about Colin Kaepernick getting back into the league and they're talking about the business aspect of it, Stephen A is always making a point that, listen, the owners have a right to do what they want to if they feel like their bottom line or their business is being affected. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, it's a fact. I mean, even though most of us in the black community don't want to hear that right yeah. now, but the fact is, if you own a business and if you think there's something that's a threat to you making money, you you got to do something about it. So I, I agree with him in in that particular yeah, but, sense. But, but, but 
fuck all that. But like I said, nobody, you nobody, you know, nobody wants to hear that. You can't, you can't do that, bro. And and, and and I'm not. If it if this ever gets to you years down the road, and <laughs> I run into you at a Kevin Hart show, and you say, "Hey, Maestro, you remember that time years ago when you was like, uh, Colin Kaepernick is comparable to Donald Trump." And I'm like, dog, what the fuck was you talking about? What are you? Why would you think that that's something to say? I don't, I don't, I don't care about. And again, even if he broke it down the way clear. he broke it down, that should be example, nothing he should say. Yeah, and it's not never going to be no cool. That's not going to be no cool example if you're going to criticize Kanye for his support of for his support of Donald Trump. You're not going to come. You're not going to do that three weeks earlier mm-hmm. and say, call uh, the um Donald Trump. It's comparable to one of the uh, Colin Kaepernick, who's the person who's like doing so much for the community, our right. community right now. And then, and then the audacity, and, and, and the audacity of you to be like, "Well, we're not going to compare Colin Kaepernick to Jackie Robinson because times were worse back then. Times are worse now. Just well, in a, I mean, it's, just it's, in a different light. I, but don't nobody give a fuck about what time time." Who had the worst time? The part, the point is, is that in this time he's standing up for our people, mm-hmm. and you gonna say that you can't compare him to Jackie Robinson? Like my nigga, this ain't sports. You know what I'm saying? Right. Colin, Colin Kaepernick's uh, contribution to the community and Jackie Robinson's contribution to contribution to the community that that's that's beyond sports. Don't tell him he can't he can't be seen in the same light as as right. as Jackie Robinson or or Frederick Douglass. Like he a free he he for the movement just like anybody that we could name was down for the movement. And I mean, what are we gonna say because he made money mm-hmm. and didn't realize he was in a system that you know what I'm saying. Like the NFL did this to Colin Kaepernick. He didn't do this to himself. He's out of the league right now because he can't speak or he can't show his his. You know, his protest? Right. Because of stupid white fans out there that are, you know, complaining, oh, I'm going to write this letter to the owner and say, hey, you better not sign this guy. I mean, that's that's really what it, I mean, I, I, I thought about this long and hard. And yeah, the owners, you know, deserve oh. the backlash. The owners deserve the backlash. But these consumers, man, that buy up tickets, merchandise, and all and all this other stuff... It's them. It's them complaining to the teams that, hey, we're offended by this. We're offended by what Colin Kaepernick did. You got to do something about it. Well, um, I don't. I don't hear enough backlash to the consumers regarding you know what Colin Kaepernick did. Well, the consumers ain't never gonna get backlash. Consumers are the founders of backlash. It's not sure, always gonna but, come out and be sure, like, y'all being the, shitty fans. Sure, but I think people have to understand that the owners move when dollars, when dollars are, are being affected. And who affects dollars? The consumer. So let's let's not get it twisted and act so, like yeah, so, it's 100% the owners. It's well, the owners. It's the consumers. It's... It's I, that. I, <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's not. Um, the owners are still supposed to have a moral compass. I so we not. I'm not like I feel you. What you're trying to say because we uh, we affects bad. You know we affects how the economy works. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you can't say it's it's no. It's your fault, owner, for being um 
for being immoral. It's our fault for not checking them. Mm-hmm. But it's not our fault for the 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 bullshit rhetoric that they put out and the bullshit moral and, 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 that and, and that's why I'm saying okay, it's not just the, it's not just the owners. The yeah. owners definitely play a part in this because they're the face of they are the, they are what it is. is not in the league. They they are the face of it. Yeah, because we can't put a consumer's face to it. But we have to acknowledge it's the consumer's fault. It's the consumer. The consumer has to take responsibility for not patronizing product that are treating their people wrong. You're one hundred percent, and that's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's one hundred percent right. And, and I just want to I'm make saying. sure that what was made clear is that the owners y'all are some fucked up individuals, and that is the reason why Carter. I, well, because me, because of Carter, the rhetoric. That they've put out because when they've had to stand up there and be the face of their organization and to say, "Oh well, we don't, we just don't think he's a good quarterback." It's BS. Yeah. You know he's a good quarterback. And don't tell me you signed Mike Glennon for this much money, yeah. and you know damn well Mike Glennon ain't no better quarterback than Colin Kaepernick. All this to say is Stephen A. Man, um, you got to do better, bro. I I I wanted to come on here and be like eat a dick and I'm not going that ain't I'm trying I'm I'm getting older that ain't that ain't the route I'm trying to take. Steven they got to do better man cuz that it is no like if you think Jackie Robinson has contributed more to the black community than um than Colin Kaepernick mm. fine. But don't 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 go on on TV time about you would Cut somebody out for him trying to compare Colin Kaepernick to Jack Robinson. Like Colin Kaepernick ain't put work out out, ain't put working out here. Yeah, right. Like, like don't disrespect right. that dude like that. Like that's some crazy shit to say. Like you was so upset that Colin Kaepernick puts himself in the same vein as Jack Robinson for what he's trying to do to the community. Like, shouldn't he take pride in what he's trying to do for the community if he was, in fact, comparing himself to Jack Robinson? Yeah. He should take pride in what he's doing for the community because, let's be clear, he's doing stuff for the community. He's putting in work for the community. Yeah, he is. So, he, so get and, and, his, and it's well documented. And it's well documented. Yeah. It's, and it's well documented. It's documented. So, like, so. bro, like, nah, man, nah, that's not cool, man. And, and, and I hear Maestro Styles, Maestro Styles, you heard me say it, it, like, I, I don't rock with that. I ain't saying I don't rock with you. I ain't about to get on no high horse and be like, boycott Stephen A. Smith. Right. But if he hear this, he should know that, nigga, you was wrong. That Nah, man, that's not how, that's not the way to go about it, bro. And then come back three weeks later and shit on Kanye West, like, like he ain't done for the community. And now... I, we'll leave it at that because I ain't because you know we, we yeah because I, I really don't because I, I mean I do have an opinion about that I just don't want to sh- this platform because we have so much other stuff to get to but I'm, I'm gonna just close the topic with this I did a blog months ago probably might have been a year right about now I made the comparison of Colin Kaepernick to what Muhammad Ali the great Muhammad Ali had to go through and had mm-hmm. to sacrifice you know, many, many years ago. Mm-hmm. And and that is comparable to, you know, what Colin Kaepernick did. I mean, he risked finances, his work, um, you know, taking a beating in the media. Yeah. He, he, he risked all that. Same thing with Muhammad Ali. Said, you know what? Screw y'all. I'm not going to war. You going to lock me up? Lock me up. You know, you, you're going to take me away from my sport? Do what you got to do. Yeah. Th- that is comparable right there. And for anybody that thinks that otherwise, 
y'all, y'all, y'all really got some some soul searching to do and out there. And at the end of the day, man, and like I said, at the end of the day, man, on national TV, Stephen A., you responsible for your platform, man. Don't, don't, don't. Don't come off like you don't come off, and I don't think that I don't know that they, it was his intent to tear Colin Kaepernick down. In fact, I don't mm. think that it was his intent. The problem was was the topic they started off with, and then the segue into that Donald Trump Kaepernick uh, comparison. Well, I, that was that was yeah. the problem. Yeah, that's I mean, like that's what made like, me mad. Like if it was something as simple as something that if it was a topic around the NFL conspiring to keep people from doing things then okay you got the point there you, you got the a platform a little bit there but this had you know nothing to, this had nothing to do with the nfl keep donald trump and Kyle kaepernick name out your mouth comparative this topic had everything to do with jackie robinson and what colin kaepernick is doing with his money from a philanthropy standpoint it, it was it was kaepernick. it was a bad it was a bad reference all the way around had nothing to do with the topic at hand. I- I'll just Keep leave it Colin at that. Keep Colin Kaepernick and Donald Trump out your mouth comparatively if you writing for us as a people. Just want to say what's up uh, to the homie Chief Rock of Jersey Vern. Uh, I see Angry Black Man. He's in the chat. I see Miss Mocabella all repping the X Squad up, up in here. What up, gang, gang? Appreciate y'all. Uh, Big L, I see you up in there too. Uh, what up, man? See the homie Ben from uh, BS3 Sports what and up, Music. Man? What's going on? And uh, the homie Mo Cheese. Appreciate you calling in the show last week. Hopefully we hear from you soon. So, um, oh yeah, man. Look, what's up? The the I know X Squad. X Squad. We a gang, right? So I heard you know Mo Cheese, man. We got rap, man. I just want I just want to know what the beef is about, man. Oh boy. I just want to know. Oh boy. <laughs> we got a rap, man. We don't got to air it out on the podcast. I just want to know. Oh boy! All right. Um, I, it's you, you threw a monkey wrench into the into the show with uh, you know the Stephen A. topic because I was going to segue from one DC team to another DC team, and it's the Washington Redskins and the story about the cheerleaders from two thousand, I think thirteen or something like that. Is a story I read that. They were out in Costa Rica doing a shoot, and then all of a sudden, there was a situation where the cheerleaders posed topless for a couple of flicks, and that their passports were, I don't want to say confiscated, but somebody in the organization took their passports so that I guess they wouldn't fly back home or whatever, and it's now coming out that... um, no sex was involved. That that clearly was stated in the report that mm-hmm. no sex was involved, but that the cheerleaders felt like they were being pimped. And also the other point to add to the story is is that the cheerleaders were being used as escorts for some of the male sponsorships that was there on the island in Costa Rica. This was in 2013 that I just glanced past. And um, basically, uh, I, I tried to... Try to um, screen through this real quick before the show started mm-hmm. and apparently like while they was taking the photos yep. like um uh for the photo shoot at the adults only Occidental Grand Papa Gayo Resort 
on coal or whatever that is, Bay. Right. Some of the cheerleaders said they were required to be topless, though the photographs used for the calendar would not show nudity. Mm-hmm. Others wore nothing but body paint, giving the resort's secluded uh, section. Mm-hmm. Such revealing poses would not have been a concern for the women, except that the Redskins had invited spectators. Um, and, and it went on to say, it was something I read you know, scrolling through, it went on to say that while they was taking all these topless pictures, it was it, it, it gave the 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 vibe of um, a whole bunch of dude investors just sitting there looking at them butt ass while, while they taking pictures, while they taking pictures and all that. I tell you what, Redskins better get ready to change their name because <laughs> mm. if this shit, if this shit, if this shit get traction the way it should get man, traction, man. Um, Dan Snyder. Yeah, man. Man, you <laughs> you, you got one big bullseye you guys, on your back. I would buddy. I would think that he got a bullseye on his back. Oh um, man, because that that's crazy, bro. Um, that's crazy. Man. And we didn't see. Look, Bill Cosby going to jail. Yep. <laughs> uh, look. Yeah. Uh, it's some things going on, bro. Like, hey. Yeah. Well, when when this story first broke, my my immediate take on this was. Well, it's an organization. Everybody's adults. Everybody's signed contractually to do something. As far as the cheerleaders go, they're, I'm, I'm sure, are contractually obligated to cheerlead. Now, whether there's stipulations in the contract in terms of you got to do photo shoots for the calendar. I'm almost sure you got to do that. You got to do stuff like that and all that stuff. Okay, fine, whatever. That that's That's not a big deal. Um... In the beginning, I in the beginning of my thoughts about this, I didn't necessarily have a problem with them doing the topless photo shoots, not from a business standpoint. From because look, I mean, you have photographers out there who do shoots, and sometimes they'll do little stuff on the side that's has yeah. nothing to do with the business mm-hmm. transaction, absolutely, and things like that. So if that was something that took place, then as the woman, the cheerleader, the grown cheerleader, it's her decision to do whether to do it or not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Regardless of whether she feels like she's being, and you know, her powers being stripped from her or not. But my my whole problem with this is when you when you hear that their passports were being held by somebody. And that's something I don't. That's something that I don't play with because I've I've been to I've been to Dominican Republic. I've been to Barbados. I've been to Bermuda. Been to the Bahamas. And one of the things that they tell you, and they they tell you this when when you get off the plane and you go through customs and all that stuff, is keep your passport on your person. Do not leave your passport laying around. Even when you get to the hotel, to the resort, that's why they got safe boxes in all these rooms. Mm-hmm. Do not leave your passport out dangling like it's, you know, yeah. like it's paper. Yeah. Because one of the, you know, people out there in the islands, and I don't want to put, you know, stereotypes on, on these people because, you know, my, my, my dad's side of the family is West Indian, so I don't want to, you know, label them as such. But you, you hear stories that people who come to these countries from the United States 
they miss their passports. They they lose their passports and they can't get back home. Well, here's exactly, or I'm going to say exactly, but here's what happened to somebody's account. Mm-hmm. Um, one evening at the end of uh, the end of a 14-hour day that included posing and dance practices, the squad director told nine of the 36 cheerleaders that their work was not done. Mm-hmm. They had a special assignment for the night. Some of the male sponsors had picked them up to be personal escorts at a nightclub. Yep. I remember you just said that. Mm-hmm. So get back to your room and get ready, the director told them. So several of them began to cry. They weren't putting gun they weren't putting a gun to our heads, but it was mandatory for us to go. One mm-hmm. of the children just said we weren't asked, we were told. Other girls were devastated because we knew exactly what she was doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like you said, their participation did not involve sex, the children said, but they felt as if the arrangement amounted to pimping us out. Mm-hmm. What bothered them was their team director's demand that they go as sex symbols to please male sponsors, which they did not believe should be a part of their job. Yeah. Who that... is this female cheerleader director? Yeah, it's a good question. That's a damn good question. And, you know, we, we talked about it earlier in the topic. They better be ready for the brunt that's about to come their way. I mean... Anybody get it. This, Anybody get it for some shit that happened five years ago. This is... It's the, happening. This is, yeah, this this is no they joke right here. They need to right get here. all the smoke. This this is no <laughs> this is no joke right here. I mean, you're you're basically telling these girls that they can't leave the island if I they don't want care. to. I don't care if they're not even there. I don't care if they've never done it again since since 2013. They got they got to get all the smoke. Some punishment got to. They got to get down. all the smoke. I'm people getting people getting smoked for stuff they done did thirty and forty years ago. This goes Redskins be- better get all the smoke. They better get ready to turn their name to the Washington Hippos. It's going down. This goes beyond what the league can do. This is this could be a federal investigation. They need to get all the smoke. This could very all well be that. They need to get all the smoke. Every single Every single ounce of the smoke, they need to get it. Yeah, I don't. I don't play around when it comes to visiting other countries and not being able to possess my passport in case I gotta get you know leave the country and come back home. Yeah. I, I I I just can't. And and what what's what's interesting to me is the girls, and I don't know how old these girls are, I'm sure. I mean, they're women, but anyway, they're young eight, women. Anything from 18 to 24. Yeah. Normally. They're young They're young women, so they're still in the growing stages of becoming a woman, if if you so will. From a, at least from a mental standpoint, they are. Okay. But, there's no, but there's no way that you would let somebody say, Hill, let me take your passport. Hell no. Yeah. Where you think we at? We we not in the states. Yeah. We someplace where we might get chopped up and not, not come a, back. This is this is a female um I we need to figure out her name. I'm sure I I don't we need to figure we need to figure out her name cuz mm-hmm. um and I ain't saying do it right now but I promise before we before I leave I'm gonna know her name because she wild. Yeah. That cheerleader director Red or whatever Stevens. her name. She wild. She wild. And I'm—I sh- don't know if she's the only person to blame. I'm sure maybe some of them orders came from on high, you know. Oh what I'm yeah, saying? I'm but, sure yeah. it was leaked by a female cheerleader, and then coach. It, it, a coach, like a you know, like a, the 
if I read this correctly, uh-huh. it was a female that told cheerleaders okay. after they got finished with doing their work, right. nah, your work ain't over. Yeah, yeah. Change your clothes and get out on that motherfucking stroll, even though you ain't got a Redskins, no y'all better be ready to take the smoke, because yeah. this is, it, it don't look good. Shout I mean, out, you better get ready to change your name to the hippos. The bullseye just got bigger. You better be ready to change that name to the hippos. Crazy, crazy, man. Get the hippo logo ready. Um, couple of uh, couple of side notes here since we're talking NFL, and this just broke uh, before you got here, Maestro, about Mark Ingram yeah. being suspended for the first four games for next season. Yep, uh, P drug PD use. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm um, sure. this is a. I would have to say this is a big blow. Um, uh, not for four games. Uh, not for four games, but look, every game counts in the NFL. Sure. And you know, with the schedule, and they and they had the schedule up. Um, I was just getting ready to look that up. Um, Buccaneers week one. Um, trying to remember the second opponent, but they had Falcons and they had Giants, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Uh, among the first four games, so to not have one of your running backs, I mean, I mean, but we know, but we know who the who the who the we know Kamara is the guy though. Sure, Kamara. I mean, Kamara is well. I will say this: Kamara is the guy because he's younger. And he's Kamara's the fresher the guy. guy. He's better, but and and that too. Yeah. But both these guys had at least fifteen hundred scrimmage yards last yeah. season. Yeah, that's that's some production right there. I, yeah, I, I'm not saying like I said. Um, week one against Tampa. Week two against Cleveland. Cleveland. Two home games. Okay. Uh, Was at it Falcons in at Atlanta? Atlanta and then at Giants. Okay, yeah. okay. So I had three of the four right. So. Um, yeah, I mean, if you ask me, do I think they can weather the storm? I Absolutely. would bet the money and say yes. Absolutely, they'll be able be able to weather that storm. They'll mess around. They'll mess around. They'll mess around early and and go through at three three or one. And then they got a bye week, week five. Okay. Yeah, they'll mess around and be three and one. Okay. In my in my humble opinion. Okay. So yeah, I mean, no 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 harm there. Alvin Kamara, I think, can get you know twenty carries. And and look, they might have to just. Switch the game plan up. They may have to let Breeze chuck it up the first nah, four weeks. Nah, I know. I don't think so. And, I think. I think. If well, you, I think if you, if you, whoever their their next guy up is running back wise, if you give Kamara twenty five touches and give the next dude ten, you'll be fine. But but, but that but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. I, I think fine. the game plan for the first four weeks will be Kamara's going to be the feature. And I'm if we struggle it, in the run game. We got the quarterback that could sling it. Well, I got. I'm sitting here looking at this right now. Demarco Murray among backs Saints could consider in Mark Ingram's absence. That's right, because uh, the Titans cut him, right? Yeah. Yep. So, like, come on, yeah, they'll be fine. Yeah. No, that, that's a that's a good point there. I didn't. Even, I forgot he was out on the block. For real. Um, Matt Ryan gets that contract extension. Yep. Thirty million dollars. Means Aaron Rodgers had to get forty. And yeah. <laughs> like. Yep. You know, Right. Yep, yep. Um, I am okay with the Falcons doing this. And I know people will, you know, clown the Falcons for this because, you know, they just choked the Super Bowl a couple years ago. But Matt Ryan's resume prior to getting this extension is a pretty good resume, I, yeah. I would say. So, um, if I'm, you can give Matt Stafford 27 and a half, then you can damn yeah, exactly. you can give Kirk Cousins 28. It, exactly. Yeah. The, the difference between those guys and Matt Ryan is, is that Matt Ryan's been in the league 10 years. He's got playoff experience. He's been to a Super Bowl. Yeah, Granted, they choked it away, 
But yeah, league MVP. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the the, the Falcons. Yeah. I, I I thought did the right thing here. But yeah, we all know that it probably is not going to work well when it comes time for guys like Vic Beasley. Um, what's what's the what's the cat the cornerback's name? I can't remember the corner's name, but those those young guys, mm-hmm. when it comes time for those guys to get their money and re-up, the question's going to be, can the Falcons I think they'll be fine. pay those guys? I think they'll be fine, because Freeman's, Freeman's paid up, mm-hmm. um, I think, for two or three years. Um, I, I don't know what Tevin Coleman's status is, but you bet your bottom dollar that um, even Julio, they're not going to... I'm sure they're taking Julio into account. I would, man. I would take Julio into account. I'm sure they have, right, right. And I don't know, uh, but it's a, but it's situation, but but it's about those other guys that produce for them, particularly the guys on defense, because you're starting to build a pretty. I don't want to say elite is is nowhere near elite, yeah. but it's a, it's a, a nucleus. Good, yeah, they it's a, a nucleus of a good defense, and and you don't want to break that up, you know, when you got so much money from the cap. Tied into, but the other thing guys. is the other thing to consider though, and I don't, I don't. What was you know what the years were on Matt Ryan's contract? Um, on the one that they extended, yeah. Um, like how many? How long did they extend them? I think they extended them five or six years. Okay, I, but I think it's five. Okay, I think it's five. Oh yeah, well that that might be interesting because I was gonna I was gonna say a lot of those a lot of those guys though on that defense they not they on rookie contracts mm-hmm. if, and, uh, if, right yeah and, and that's what I'm saying you yeah. might have. So you'll have two or three Maybe years. Maybe two or three at yeah, best. right. To get something out of the young nucleus exactly, on defense. Exactly, And when that time comes and you got to pay those guys, so chances is, are they're going to walk. And it seems, but it seems like a, this is a, this is a good time. This was a good time to um, extend the contract. Is, is, is my Absolutely. Point. Yeah, this was a good time to do it. Because it was going to cost them more had that yeah. contract ran out. And yeah. then they would have to pay them $35 million. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, right. So you, you don't want that, so... I, I'd, I'd say that that's a good move for the Falcons right there. Um, Grego up in the chat. What's what up, up, man? What's up? And uh, see the homie RC up what in up, there, man? too. What's going on? And um, one more one more little thing before we get to the break here. Um, Albert Pujols, man. Got to shout out this homie right Absolutely. here, man. 3,000 hits, uh, 600 home runs, one of four players in the history of baseball to accomplish mm-hmm. that feat. How many years left for his ten year contract? <laughs> My God! Well, how many years he's been with the Angels? I, I don't know. I just I, I that's what I thought about when you just said it, though. I, I remember him. Oh, I know. When did they win the title? When was, when was the Cardinals' last title? Eleven, twenty eleven. So twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. So this would be his seventh. This would be his seventh year with the Angels. Man. So three, you're talking. Okay, you're talking three and a half years left. My man ate good. You hear me? Oh yeah, he didn't ate good. And, and, and people criticized that contract. What when was the it? Twenty five a year? Him. It was like twenty five a year, yeah. something like that. They oh they people criticized the contract because oh he's gonna get old and da da da. But Pujols is, is still still yeah doing holding it. down. He's still doing it, and the Angels are contending. I right feel now. like I was one of them that was like, man, that's crazy. You gave a dude a ten year contract. I feel like I was at, one the, of them. at the age of what was he twenty five? Oh, was he that? He was, oh, he, was, he was around thirty. Oh shit! He, he was he was around that. He, mm. he he wasn't far from that. As a matter of fact, I'm I'm about to look up Albert Pujols' age because I'm 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 intrigued now. I feel like, yeah, I feel like he was younger than that, but. Oh yeah, I'm I'm so intrigued about um, when he got that contract and how old he was. 
because it was a, it was a lot of credit. So he's he is thirty eight years old right now. Okay, yeah. So, so he yeah. was so he was thirty. Yeah, yeah, he was around about that. Yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey man, but shit, he made it work. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you know what? We we criticize them. We we criticize these types of deals, and we criticize sports deals all the time. But yep. when we wrong, we never come back and be like, you know what? We was wrong. Mm-hmm. And this is me. I was wrong, man. It, this worked out. This worked <laughs> out for them. Yeah. Because I, I damn sure didn't think. Something years I later. remember thinking like, this is crazy. Why would you be um, doing a ten year contract with anybody in sports ever? Mm-hmm. But hey, here we are, seven, yep, seven years in the game. The Oakland Raiders did it with John Gruden, but that's different because it's a coach. Yeah, even but even I think that's but crazy. yeah, that's crazy. Even I'm, I think that's, 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 that's craziness. craziness to do yeah, that. that's craziness. Uh, see Laffy T up in the chat. What up? What What's up? going on? Appreciate you joining us. Uh, so I'm folks, glad you knew how to say her name. What's that? I'm glad you knew how to say her name. Oh, Laffy T. Because every yeah, I I, I get that. Because you know I don't be wanting to mess up people's names. Oh, okay. I guess. Oh, I didn't see the space between Laffy and T. Got oh, Laffy right. Taffy. But um, uh, yeah, we appreciate what you up, joining what us. Up? Uh, so folks, um, we got the lines open right here. You want to call the show? The number's two four zero five three two two seven one eight. We're gonna take a quick break and come on back, and we got a lot of NBA basketball. To get to a lot of people deserve, you know, to get that verbal punch right now. Um, Sixers, Raptors, for sure. Um, you know, <laughs> we, we, we got a lot to get into on that. But um, just want to let everybody know, um, check out our website, barbershopsportstalkpodcast.com. And Mother's Day is coming up. And if you guys haven't gotten your mother a gift yet, make sure y'all go to the website, go to the homepage, and click on the Amazon.com banner, and there's a lot of deals and a lot of gift ideas for mothers out there. So, you know, make sure y'all check that out. Don't wait too late, like me, because like me exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I'd be Friday before I end up getting my uh-huh. mom something, and oh, then that's it don't definitely get, when it's happening. And then it don't get to her house till, till like Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And she'd be like, "When was Mother's Day?" Hey, hey. My mom going to say thank you. That's it's what, what it's, say. Um, my mother be like, <laughs> when, when was Mother's Day? Yeah. I'm like, it, mom, it was Sunday. I, I know I'm late. I'm late every year. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. But look, at least, you know, give you a nice gift, whatever. The thought is the thought Absolutely. that counts. Absolutely. You know, so, you know, this, you know, be easy. Don't worry. It'll get to the house <laughs> it, unless, you know, the, the mail carriers start acting up. So. All right, folks, it's the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We'll be right back. What's up, everybody? This is Ben from the BS3 Sports Show. And if you're looking for a different type of show, something different that you haven't heard before, check out the BS3 Sports Show every Saturday at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time on 2LiveStewsRadio.com. Great guests, great music, You never know who will be on the show. So check it out, 2 p.m. Central Standard Time on 2LiveStewsRadio.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? Vince Wright. You know me as the sports governor. The ladies call me the big smooth one. But I'm coming to you live from Minneapolis, St. Paul. We're bringing you sports done right every Tuesday night. Make sure you keep it tuned to Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com, and now proud to be associated with 2 Live Stews Radio. 
I'm Vince Wright, the sports governor, and I approve this message. This is Girly Girl. Join me every Sunday at 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Girly Girl's World for intriguing conversation and relevant topics. Girly Girl's World World. for the women on the go and the men who want to know. Girly Girl's World, World. Sundays at 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Trying to be number one in my son and daughter life. Uh, all you niggas, my little rapper babies. Y'all my children, y'all bit my shit and contracted rabies. Don't you grade me next to these rappers, baby, that's degrading. My style got so many different facets. I switch into so many different patches. I'm skipping class to be fascinating. My pen is like Big Ben and shit, just a classic waiting. Your favorite rapper come at me, I just decapitating. Out here congratulating these hazmats who had their highs. These rappers only won they matches because they strategize. I bring adequate to these patterns and here's my battle cry. Bring me Caterpillars firing, oh, we in a war, where butterflies keep dying, ah, hey, this right here for the number one, number one shit with your number one, you ain't number one, just another one, now everybody saying that the number one kid, think your number one quit, number one song, get your number one chick, number one fly with your number one kid. When it's all done, then your number goes sweet. Hold up, wait a minute, guess what I'ma never do? Show so much respect to you, that I feel like we're friends, so now we're no longer competitors. That could be the death of you, never let someone who's not as smart as you gas you up and tell you something you never knew. Always stay professional, you always gon' make revenue. Don't let people next to you, that don't want the best for you. It's completely normal to hold on to a regret or two. I do what I wanna do, they do what I let them do. Everything niggas be saying is a fucking lie. It's nothing I can say to you that is real. Remember when you raising the butterfly. Don't you ever disrespect the fucking caterpillar. This right here for the number one. Number one shit with your number one. You ain't number one, just another one. Now everybody saying that the number one kid dick your number one quit. Number one song, get your number one chick. Number one fly with your number one kick. When it's all done, then your number gon' swim. You're looking at a tiller, the psychopath, the killer, the caterpillar. Don't tell me when I'm supposed to rap a tiller, especially when your favorite rapper ain't even half a zilla. Savage still attracts a banana pill, attack at a silverback gorilla. You're having a little trouble fathoming this is actually happening. Like Anderson Silva back when he snapped the shin in half and then had this shit hanging by a flapper skin after he tried to plant the shit back on the mat again. Had to pin him baddie like I lit when they're blinking a lot. You copy me, but you're not. You can't be but a plus. My offsprings are this moss. I 
So ring the alarm, pull the extinguishers off the wall, set the sprinklers off. Like Jada Pinkett and Queen Latifah to the shingles, come off the roof, wheels shout at the ceiling, slaughterhouse in the building, middle fingers aloft. Say what I think when I rhyme and ink pen, I talk in a language I speak, it's my mind, kingpin and penguin combined, spit like it's king of the jada singular thought, I think I will help you distinguish the part the frost from the cream of the crop. Wait a minute, hold up like a flashcard, damn dog. Zach copying or paying homage Sad because dad taught you to rap as a damn toddler yeah. My dad is your grandfather yeah. I have to rehatch on you yeah. Come back as a black wasp yeah. Half yellow jacket you can't swat up Sasquatch dancing on top of an ant Trample it and stomp it Smash it and stand on it Damn it I can't stop it The rap is a badge And I'm going in like a tampon in this bitch It's a manslaughter Stamping out grasshoppers You can't be no rap gods In fact you're exact opposite You make a wax song And can't hold a candle But even Danielson wax off You jack offs Need to come to grips like a handjob The boom bap is coming back with an axe To mumble rap, lumberjack with a hacksaw Number one, but my pencils are number twos Cause that's all I do's when I'm poop is my suit And I'm on the john like a prostitute When I'm dropping a deuce And when I'm producing them lyrical power movements These beats are like my saloon Cause these bars always got my schools in them And I don't need Metamucil to loosen them Bitch, it is real like I poop Jerusalem I'm about to go spin another cocoon And I'm cutting you from your mother's womb And I'm flushing you Wow, hey, some man. that was some heat right there. Sometimes you just gotta let that it, was some yeah. heat. Sometimes you just gotta let it breathe, man. And the homie RC in the chat says, "Not bad, not one of Eminem's greatest verses, but he's still one of the best to ever do it." Um, hey man, I say he's one. Yeah, I mean, I don't he's know. One of the best. I, well, let me let me before I say anything lyrically, lyrically. Let me before I say anything. I've never been the biggest Eminem fan. I know he could rap. Don't start killing me. I know he could rap. I just like I feel like he spent the majority of his career, or the first half of his career, talking about his mother, and and I got tired of it. Sure, but that's one of his best verses. I'm sorry, it's, I, one, it's one of it's that's one of, one of his best verses. verses. But I'm saying that as a non Eminem fan, so I understand that. But early on in his career, though, even though he was just talking about his mom, I mean, he wasn't just. But those are the songs that stuck out. To sure, you. sure, and even like the. The songs that he did those silly videos for, yeah, like, it, like it seemed I, like every, I didn't like none of that shit. But every it seemed like every album he had, he had that one silly video, the first joint, and then mm. the second single from the album was always a serious like in the dark type song, whatever. Like Stan, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like Stan, like Stan was hot. The way I am was hot. Yep. Like he had songs, but like yeah, I, I just lose never yourself. Like. I, I ain't, like it's not that I didn't like the song. I didn't like it. I I don't think I liked it because liked the it. movie. Like it's like this, you know, themey movie mainstream type song. Yeah, like, I, didn't, I didn't let that really get to me. All that it much. did get to me. Birdman was listening to that before he walked into the Breakfast Club interview. Did you hear that? Uh, no, I didn't uh, know that. Yeah, they said he was in the uh in the like I guess the little hallway and Eminem lose yourself was before playing. he was asking for some respect. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. All right. It's the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, folks. It's Maestro Styles and Trey Fraser yep. in the house, y'all. Uh, if you want to call the show, the number's 240-532-2718. And it's the NBA playoffs, and we got a series. We got a game going on right now as we speak. It's the Rockets and the Jazz. Game five. Rockets close it out tonight, in my eyes. Yeah. I, you know what, man? And I was... I, when I was... Realizing that I haven't typed a blog in a long time, mm-hmm. um, I was going to talk about this. Um, it seems to be, it seems like now, mm-hmm. um, that teams want to win at home in, in NBA playoff series. 
I, expand. I feel like <laughs> I feel like mm-hmm. um <laughs> I feel like the uh who we talking um shit I feel like the Celtics gave Philly a game. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Warriors gave the Pelicans a game. Right. Um I feel like these teams I, I feel like I feel like well, LeBron is the LeBron is no nah, LeBron won at home, so he they could sweep the Raptors with no problem. Yeah, like I feel like teams are trying to win at home, and if they're the higher seed, they'll give away a game, a road game to get back home to win it in Game Five. Mm. I feel like that's I feel like that's starting to become a trend. Mm. I, I don't know if it's a trend. I, I just think at some point. The other teams got a game plan for you. I mean, it's a, it's a series, so um, it's a series of adjustments. And then if you go with one lineup in like game four, or game five, and it works out in your favor, then hey, you know you get the W. I there. don't feel like the Pelicans can play in the same gym, at, and we talked about this last week. Yeah, we talked about this last week, and and they're, seems- they're making me look wrong in terms of the in terms of how the series is going. They're they're making me look wrong. But I wasn't wrong in terms of them playing the same pace. They're not. They're dog. they just don't. They, they they just don't have the shooters. They don't. They don't have the skilled shooters like the Warriors do. Which would say yeah. to me, and we are, and, and not to harp on last week's conversation. Mm-hmm. What would say to me is one team is if if two in a game of basketball, if two teams are running the same pace and one's hitting shots and one aren't, yep. then maybe that team that isn't is running too fast. Which would say to me mm-hmm. they can't keep up with these with it, with this team. I, I they can't. The way the only team that can run with the Warriors. Is the Houston Rockets? Well, because they have guys that can knock down shots. Right. So my point is, mm-hmm. again, basketball ain't just about running up and down the court. So when you say running to me, I mean I'm thinking, are they running? Like, are they scoring mm-hmm. with the, that? I guess that's the better. Well, no, I was saying that you're in saying the that they can that run up and down the same way that the. Uh, I'm, I'm saying that they're they're not gonna be too tired to be you know out done by the Warriors. Because let's say Boogie... But I think they're missing the shots because of fatigue. Because they're running a pace that's faster than the... That's not okay. as fast. Okay. No. That, okay. okay. That, that, that's fair. Yeah. That, that, that's perfectly fair. But without Boogie, this was a pace that they had to kind of transform into because Boogie wasn't there. And so you switch stuff around. I mean, you, you start Rondo instead of him coming off the bench... You give Drew Holiday less responsibilities of running the offense. You got him shooting shots more. That all that forms them to now have happening to run a certain pace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, to your point, one team's got the horses to shoot and knock down shots yeah. while running this pace, and the other team, while they got the pace, just can't seem to knock the shots down. So for me, that ain't the same pace. So okay, you're, yeah, you're, yeah, you're just gonna. Where- Translated so, it a little bit differently, right? right. But yeah, I, you're right. I was more concerned about yeah they they're not going to be tired out. Mm-hmm. But they just, are going to be dominated. But, but they are going to be dominated. If they don't execute the shot making. They, they are going to be dominated. And let's be clear, um, they are being dominated. Yeah, the Pelicans are being dominated. I, I watched they, Game Four. They're being dominated. I watched Game Four. They put the lineup out there with um, Iguodala, yeah, starting with Draymond, KD, Steph, and Clay, and right out the gate, 
they just came out and was like, yo, we're not even going to give you a thought. That you even gonna make this a series? Game one, game one, they won handily. Out, they won handily. They won handily. Without, game one, without Steph. Game two, the Pelicans had a lead. Steph comes off the bench. He knocks down the first shot, and once he did that, Maestro, I was like, "Yo, it's over. It's over. It's over." We got a caller. Caller, what up? What's good? Yo, what's cracking, fam? What's going on? What's going on? Who this? Yeah, it's your boy Mo Cheese, aka Glitch, with the Country Road Show. What up, Mo Cheese? Diner, man. Yes, sir. What's going on with man, you? I, I can't call it, man. I can't call it, man. I'm listening to y'all, man. Uh, another great show, of course, man. Appreciate I, 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 I hate I missed the beginning of the show. Yeah, I heard you had. I, I, I heard. I heard you had show. to add some business out in these streets, man. We 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 gonna talk about that offline mm-hmm. though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, man. Yeah, yeah, you know. But man, I told y'all a week ago when mm-hmm. I called in, we were talking about this New Orleans versus Golden State series. Remember? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what I said to you guys then, I said Clay is going to be able to get his shot off mm-hmm. over Holiday. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a different beast. Yeah. I say the same thing to you guys when it comes to Houston versus Golden State in this next series. Now, people are going to try to point back and they're going to say, okay, what about the regular season? And it's, it's easy to dismiss and, and it's easy to be like, well, players don't, don't really care about the regular season. Mm-hmm. And that does mean something. Yeah, it now, means something. I'm going to tell you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, right, I'm going to flip the scenario though. So Houston swept Golden State in the in the regular in the regular season, right? Yeah, right, right. Y'all don't think that's lingering in the back of Golden State's mind now that it's playoff basketball time? Oh, let's be clear. Uh, let's be clear. Um, I, Golden the, State is going. The in Warrior, my mind. The Warriors are going to win in seven games. Mm. They're 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 going to beat the Rockets on their home floor in Game well, Seven. Well. Well, I'm just saying for 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 the sake of good radio talk, because some people would say that the only thing that you know you guys and me is talking about is the same thing that you hear on regular TV shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I'm just like, nah, that's not even that. If you really watch basketball, then you just see a trend of things, just like when it comes to the Raptors. Okay, so <laughs> LeBron James literally owns these guys, right? Yep. Like, this year was supposed to be the year that the Raptors, coming off of getting swept last year, you're the number one seed. You were supposed to come in this year, and you were supposed to represent yourselves. Yeah. And you got swept again with home court advantage mm-hmm. at that. You got swept mm-hmm. again. Yeah, Mo. So, Mo. Hey, hey, Mo, let me, let me interrupt for a second. Um... The Raptors lost this series in game one. <laughs> That's a fact. Where it was, Raptors were like up by 10 points for like most of the game. Fourth quarter comes down. The lead cuts from 10 to 9 to 5. And then they had that little sequence where they, the Raptors missed like four chances at getting a bucket in the paint mm-hmm. and then LeBron ties it they go to overtime and LeBron they blow they blow game one a close one it was by one point mm-hmm. 
But the moment they lost that game, you I said how to myself, they are about them game ones. I, the moment they lost that game, I said they lost the series. It's 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 it's, it's so I, telling, and I it's so telling from that interview game one, mm-hmm. Wizards versus the Raptors, where they was sitting there in there smug like our game ones are our game sevens. Yep. And the only and the only difference from the Wizards and the Rat and the and the Cavaliers is that we don't have a LeBron James. Mm-hmm. LeBron James took their soul. Yep. Crushed and Stepped them. on it. For game one and continued to do so. And the Raptors, here we are once again, telling the same old story and the same old stone. And and if any Raptor fans out there thought that they were going to win Game Three, the you know yeah, the, 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 get, the ferocious comeback yeah. to tie it, think nah, again. Think LeBron again. came yeah. through and just, just crushed their soul. I just said it. So Pete, this mm-hmm. you said they lost in Game One. Yep. Right. So they didn't lose in Game One. I think Kevin Kevin came on to our show. Um, shameless plug, real quick, fish and grits. I'm not. It ain't shameless, morning. my brother. Go ahead, Black man. owned businesses. Go ahead, man. You know what I'm saying? So, Kevin from Flesh Talk Sports came on to our show. Another another affiliate with a great show. Yeah, X Squad Gang Gang. They lost. He said they lost this series last year after they got swept. <laughs> and it's almost like when you look at when you look at this year, it was almost like they came into game one like shit. We got to deal with this again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like you said, when they lost game one, it was pretty much over, man. He pretty much that was it. Somebody was talking about y'all. Ain't, somebody said the Raptors play with heart. And I said, man, if they play with heart, they play with the heart of the they play with the heart of the ten man. Oh man, you know what I'm saying? They got they They play play with John Q. Son heart. They got John Q. Son heart. Nah, need a transplant. Last time I I caused I caused some controversy and I made y'all argue, so I want to do that one more time. All right. <laughs> I love Audrey, so, by the way. Y'all talked about y'all talked a little bit about Westbrook, and I said this again. I said it last time. Mm-hmm. I was like, for the team that they had, man, there should have been a point guard to be able to distribute the ball. So now you got people talking about it's the coaching, and then you got another side that's saying it's Westbrook. I said it's a little bit of both, and I say in order for it to be cohesive, they're going to have to have a point guard to get the ball out of Westbrook's hands, and they're going to have to have a coach that's able to control. There you go. If you're going to, if you're going to bring a nucleus of players in there, mm-hmm. you're going to have to have a coach, coach that's able to control that nucleus of players as well. So, again, it's a little bit of both, but I think Westbrook is going to have to change his approach to the game because – to me, and this is me, this ain't something that I heard somewhere, mm-hmm. this is me watching basketball. Westbrook is a selfish player. Mm-hmm. And Westbrook is about him, his stats, and it's supposed to be about winning a championship. Which he is, wants to win, but he wants to win on his, his, on his on terms. His turn. Mm-hmm. Which is hard to say that he's selfish because of the numbers and the assists he puts up. But when you watch the him physically play, 
When you physically Man, watch the, him play, the assists don't matter. Yeah, the assists don't matter when you look at the assists. If you really break down the assists, the assists are him kicking it right to somebody up another goal, or maybe somebody for a three, right? Well, so with the rebounds. Go, uh, well, let, let, well, I was gonna say with the, go ahead, with the point, rebounds, I think you got players back and off. That's I think a fact. You got players back That's a fact. That is happening. I've seen that. Him that get rebound. That is definitely one hundred. So the happening. rebound stat is, is a little bit bloated. Mm-hmm. That's one hundred percent happening. I agree with you. Hey man, appreciate you because we definitely. About, I'm, I'm definitely about to blow your mind with this theory real here. No homo. I got you. I'm, I'm listening, bro. I appreciate y'all for taking the call. All right, All right, man. All right, man. Appreciate you, man. All right, so real quick on on on, on Russell Westbrook. You know. Um, and let me know, he does not, they don't, he, the rebound issue, 100%. People back up for yep. him to get rebounds and for him to get the whole, the whole triple double machine. Yeah. Here's the problem with the Thunder. Russell Westbrook should be playing for the Cavaliers and LeBron James should be playing for the Thunder. And I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cavaliers team, as constructed, is conducive for your star player to do whatever, whenever they want, however they want to do it. Mm-hmm. Because guys Made stand it. around. Because guys stand around and wait to shoot the jumper and wait to get the rebound. When yep. it's that, that's the type of team that Russell Westbrook needs to play for. Yep. And for some reason, they thought that he might want a little help scoring or he might want a little help. So they bring in PG 13 and Carmelo Anthony where the inverse is, is that LeBron James loves to do whatever it means, whatever it is for the team. So Paul George can average those types of numbers that Paul George should be averaging and Mm -hmm. Carmelo Anthony can stop the ball every now and then because LeBron doesn't mind facilitating. Like that's the type of team that LeBron wanted Mm-hmm. For his Cavaliers, instead he ended up getting old Dwayne Wade that don't create offense the way he used to. Right. And we still counting on J.R. Smith to be this, uh, you know, 25, 30-point average guy that he's never going to become. Mm-hmm. Do people really count on that from J.R. Smith? I think, I think no, I'm not, I don't mean fans. I mean the team mm-hmm. expect him to, the team would like him to be that scorer where LeBron can be a better, mm-hmm. uh, even better off the off the bench, yeah. per se. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, so it's the, not even necessarily off the bench. They want a scorer that isn't LeBron James, mm-hmm. and they don't have that. Yeah, and I would I would also say, and and not this Thunder team, but the last year's team with Oladipo and Sabonis, I would almost compare the others for OKC to the others. That's on Cleveland right now. And you know what? Yeah, I would too. That is a... The team last year, even though they didn't go nowhere, is Mm -hmm. a better team for Russell Westbrook than this year's team because it was just guys sitting around. You just need somebody to... Pick and roll when you need it when you need when he need to pass off for a dunk mm-hmm. and somebody to kick out to when when he need a three point. I think the the second banana for the Thunder needs to be a big. It can't be a two way player. It can't be a guy that's just sitting. I disagree. I think I think if you get a whole bunch, I think if the Thunder got two straight up, um, you know, Cal Corver, mm-hmm. you know. Can shoot from anywhere on the spot up. You get two players like that on Russell Westbrook's team, mm-hmm. and keep uh, Stephen Adams, who's pretty good on pick and roll. Right. You and you, one of those guys got to be able to get their. You own doing shot. way more. Not really. 
Uh, not really. I don't know. Not mm-hmm. really. I don't know. If you can get if you get two spot up shooters that can get you fifteen mm-hmm. on spot up jumpers, mm-hmm. and he's going to score 25, 25 to thirty. Russell Westbrook, I mean, right. Steve Adams is going to give you maybe twelve to fifteen with you know with the rebounds mm-hmm. with that and with that and a decent bench. Well, but, let me reword that. Let me let me reword. Get their own shot. One of those other guys has to be able to do other things. For example, the guy's got to be able to be a better passer. He's got to be able to rebound, you know, better. Because when 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 you were depicting all those things about the Thunder, I, I immediately thought about how the Seventy Sixers are constructed right now. A guy that is that needs the ball in his hands. A guy that can't shoot, by the way, that can only shoot, you know. You know, five footers. You think he needs the ball in his hand? Ben uh, Simmons? Simmons? Um, well, it's depicted that way this year. Okay. And I'm just talking about as far as the team's constructed. All those Euros that they got on the Sixers spot ups. are spot-up shooters. Yeah. And None then they put the... in people like Covington who does, like, wing play and gets a couple of rebounds. Or sure. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. None of those guys are athletic, athletic enough that they can create their own shot. They can average a double-double. They could pass the rock. They can maybe get, you know, 10 assists, kind of similar how Draymond Green gets his assists. None of those guys can do that for the Sixers. So when you were putting together a description of what the Thunder's like and what they need, that's what immediately came to my head. Like the Sixers need that? I mean, I don't think the Sixers need I think the Sixers, as constructed right now, they're just young and, and they're young. LeBron to leave. Yeah. You, you so you you buying into the LeBron needs to go to Philly thing? No, Le, no, no. I mean LeBron needs to not be in the Eastern Conference. If LeBron is oh. not in the Eastern Conference, Philly's mm-hmm. going to the finals. You mean? Well, you, no, you, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Forward. At least you that's mean, the way we thought. Now, now it's looking like the Celtics. But I'm yeah, sorry. But yeah. if last year, if, I mean, sorry. If this year, if the Celtics didn't look like we were, we were. Everybody was on the Philly train. I mean, I was still on the LeBron. Yep. But, uh, yeah, but yeah, I was on the Philly. Everybody train. was on the Philly train, and um, yep. with good reason. They just not well as well. Okay, let me let me change. Get rid of Brad Stevens and get rid of LeBron James in the Eastern Conference, mm-hmm. and they're a playoff team. I mean, a championship team. Like even, they're going. even though I still think the Sixers. Talent wise, can go up against the Celtics. They just gotta get. They, they got. just. They just. Brett. If if Brett they, Brown stays, he's got to be better. They just. And they've got to develop. He's got to be better. They got to develop. Yeah. And they they got to do something about Markel Fultz because I don't understand for the life of me. You you play this guy late in the season. He he's coming off the injury, sixty something games. He comes in. He gets a triple double one game. Other games, he's just okay for what we first seen of him. Then you get into the playoffs against the Heat. You play him an average of, I don't know, 15, you know, 14 minutes. Mm-hmm. He's getting some burn. But now you get to the Celtics series, and he's getting no burn. And I'm like, what's, I'm like, what's yeah. the problem here? You got Jason Tatum, a rookie, out there Scorcher. averaging 20. Scorcher. Averaging 20. Scorcher. And Markel Fultz can't get no burn. Hey man, well, Markel Fultz, um, yeah, it, yeah, it. That's a problem. That's that's terrible. That's a, that's a problem. That's horrible. That's 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 a big. Why problem. Why you not playing the rookie? Yeah, that's 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 a problem. They're gonna they 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 
I think the Sixers have a tough decision. The Sixers, as far as as far as Markel Fultz is concerned, because what 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 do you? Because he's a first round pick. Mm -hmm. So what are you gonna do? Are you gonna? Ain't Ben Simmons a first round pick? Ben Simmons is a first round pick. The uh, you know, the previous year, but. If Ben Simmons is supposed to be your point guard, and I don't know what their future plan is in regard to that, because mm-hmm. they list him as a forward sometimes, but you know he plays can handle he can place point guard, he can handle the rock and all that. But Mark I think Kel- it's a very simple. I, not even to cut you off, I think it's a very simple answer. You treat Ben Simmons like LeBron James. Like LeBron James, like okay. he's he's your he plays your three. And what do you do with Markel Fultz? You do play, you do you put him at shooting guard? If he guard? develops, if he develops, you play him at point guard. Okay. If he develop, like meaning his shot starts to right, you know, and you play him not because uh, Markel Fultz is such a good point guard, mm-hmm. it's because you already got a good point guard and Ben Simmons on the floor already. Mm-hmm. So you can have you can swap how you want people to take the ball up, but we know like like we known. So if you put him in the starting lineup, he's uh, yeah, but he. I understand why he's not in the starting lineup this year. Yeah, I understand that. 100%. But but moving forward, he should be he should be in he should be a point guard. And and obviously he's like I said he's not obviously not going to be the point guard that right. is a main ball handler. Ben Simmons would split those mm-hmm. those. So balls. then I'm thinking you would you could put Markel Fultz at the two guard spot. At least he could start there, and then if you got some rotation pieces off the bench that'll play the two spot, you can do that. Yeah, I mean whoever I mean whoever you feel like you, I mean I don't see what who's what's what's Reddick's he's the two, right? Jay Reddick is the two. Yeah, yeah, so I don't I don't even know who is who's who's the is Covington starting? Does he start? Covington starts. He's the he's the three, I think. Okay, so yeah, he's Covington the three. gotta sit down. Mm, yeah. Covington he gotta sit, sit down. He gotta sit down. Yeah. I mean for, quite frankly, JJ Reddick at could this sit point down. in his career right. can sit, sit down. down. Right. You know, folks can start the two get his minutes, and then Reddick could come in and, you know, fill in for him. So I, I just thought that was an interesting, you know, dynamic right there. Yeah, because Moshe says if you put Fultz in, you might crush his confidence, number one. Number two, Maine, they are looking to – oh, Maine, I got you. Mm-hmm. They are looking to trade him, and they don't want to put him on the court. Yeah, that's something that I kind of thought about also. Like, damn, like, they don't they have to trade this guy. I don't think they got it. I don't think they got to trade him. Yeah. I don't, I don't think they got to trade yeah, him. Yeah. I don't Man, see can you imagine? Can you way. imagine how, they, how this team would be if they figured this out between Embiid, Noel – uh, Ben Simmons, like if they had figured out how to these rookies and how to you yeah. know how to keep them on the team, and keep, right? How to keep all Michael Carter Williams, yeah. <laughs> like man, they they might have had a uh, they might have been a Golden State for real. They could if been. they figured this all out. They 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 could have been, yeah. But um, you know they, they were tanking just to get you know number one picks. And let's all talk that. some let's talk some NBA playoffs, man. Yeah, man. Um, well, actually, you want to get these little quick takes out. Um, I know you're probably gonna have a lot to say about Fizdale. Uh, yeah, I, I got something to say about Fizdale. Well, but yeah, me, we can we can get. The, well, let me shout out. out. Let me shout out Becky Hammond. Yes, who's, yes. Uh, who's uh, interviewing for the Bucks job? She needs to get the job. I don't care. Yes. I don't. Yes. I don't. I don't. Is for real? If I'm being honest with you, it has nothing to do with how I, how much of a coach I think she is because I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that she is a woman who was in the Spurs system. Break down that barrier. Give girl. her a damn job. Break the barriers. I would, look, give her a job. Give her a damn job. Shout out to Becky Hammonds. Uh, yep. Stan Van Gundy out from Detroit. Um, caught me off guard a little bit Caught me off guard, there. right? It, it caught me off I guard. I thought they would at least give him one more year considering they just bought in Blake Griffin. Paging Chauncey Billups 
for the front office position. I know you keep saying you keep saying that. No, that's the first time I've said no, that. No, you said that before. I, I know you said that before. I've said that before. Yeah, you've definitely said that before. Really, yeah. Chelsea Billups? Like, like you, because he because there was a rumor about four or five, maybe six months ago that, about he, that he might that he might be able to get that um that front office position, and he came in and shut remember, it, shot I it down. Having a take. You know yeah. that many months ago, he shot it. Like, he shot it. Chauncey Billups shot it down. Like, nah, I'm not doing that. Oh, okay. Yeah. But that's my take now. Is if you if you get a, I mean, well, no, get a former Piston up in that joint. Chauncey, you bring Dumars back. I mean, Isaiah. Who? I mean, whoever, man. Just they they, they got to get their act together up in Detroit, man. Yeah. Um. You but, got you got Blake Griffin. You got Andre Drummond. And if you can make some moves in the offseason, maybe you can better the roster and be able to maybe make some noise in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, I yeah. I don't I don't um Chef I was about to say. You know who's out there though? Hmm. Um and they I, I guess he was interviewing for the Bucks job. Monty Williams is out there. Oh yeah. And is a pretty good candidate. Yeah. I, I would like to see him get one of these jobs, even if it's you know the Bucks, but who be would be Bucks able to the, do? Uh, do you think they would go back to giving the giving the dual jobs like Stan Van Gundy had? Because Stan Van Gundy was the coach in the uh, basketball yeah. operations, right? Um, it's a good question. Like, would they go back to doing that? It depends on who they get. Whether they hire the GM do you first think they or whether they hire that? the court, do you coach. think they should do that? Um, I don't think they should. I think they tried the experiment with that. It didn't work. When Dumars was there, it was just Dumars in the front yeah, office, front office yeah. and Flip was doing the coaching, Larry mm-hmm. Brown was doing yeah. the coaching. I think they should go back to that format and see how things play out. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, you know who else is a, is a pretty good candidate? Uh, Jerry Stackhouse's yeah. name keeps floating around there. So, hey man, get these black coaches, you know, some gigs, man. Get get these guys interviewed. So there's a lot of some openings out there. Yeah. And, and this one really caught me. Off guard. Fisdale to the Knicks, man. That was your number two choice. That was my number two choice. Um, would have loved to have Mark, but Fisdale, I, I'll settle for Fisdale. Um, my my one concern though is Porzingis, and now they're talking about he might not play ever next year. Oh, Ned, I thought that was I thought that was a fact like well, two weeks ago. The, well, the original diagnosis was that he could come back in like December, or January. Oh, and now they're now they're saying he might yeah. just miss the whole yeah, I thought, season I thought that's altogether. What I, I thought that's what I heard anyway. Uh, well, I mean, it's possible. Yeah, yeah, that, that might have been the first story you heard. Yeah, but when he first got hurt mm-hmm. a few months ago. The timetable was well. If he does his training properly, he gets some rehab right. He could come back January, December, sometime. Mm-hmm. But now they're now they're talking a different tone, and I don't know if it's they're just trying to be cautious with him, or it's just maybe the rehab is just not you know going up to snuff right now. Right. But um, my, my my concern is is now what are the expectations now that you got a new coach here? Not now? a damn thing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, let's be clear. Let's be clear. They brought in Blake Griffin to make some type of a splash to, you know, bring in Blake Ticket. Uh, the Pistons, I mean. Oh. Uh, I thought... Oh, look, we're talking about the Knicks. I don't know what the fuck. We're talking about the Knicks, man. All right, so can I, can I be candid with you for a second? <laughs> can I be candid with you for a second? Watch this, right? What up? I'm on drugs, y'all. 
Nah, but not nah, seriously. <laughs> so <laughs> this how I know this how I know that I should, that that me me and marijuana don't mix unless uh, when I'm doing sports, like when I gotta think, right? Right, right. So I came in. Uh, I you know, I get off I get off work and I go holler at my people's and they was like yeah man mm-hmm. you know it was it was, a, it was a, uh, a edible yeah and I ate the junk and was like and did what everybody does when they eat edibles right be like um man I ain't, I don't feel nothing they eat more thinking they don't feel nothing yeah I just had my first brain lapse off the of edible just now oh, snap. Just now, dude. That that's that's not just good. now. That's not good, man. <laughs> so there you go. Wow, wow. Hey, let me um let me shout out some people in the chat, man. Um, you know we got our brother up in here, uh, Christian Marsh. We we don't like to call you Christian. I don't even like to read your whole name. Like, <laughs> why did you think that that was acceptable to do to put your whole name? Yeah, you should just put Alex Marsh as your profile, man. But uh, we appreciate you, homie. We we got a phone call. Chief Rocker. Uh oh. It's the Chief Rocker. Jersey Vern up in here. What up? Damn, damn. Oh, damn. There's another one going out. Damn. Home run Derby in Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I, I don't know. The, I, all I see is breaking news. Deacon Dale talking about breaking news, and you talking about another one in Baltimore going down. What's yeah, up, man? Yeah, hey, Chief. Uh, when, when I saw you put that in the chat, I, I was looking up the score of the Orioles game, and the Orioles are getting killed by the Royals 10-1 to in the fifth inning. Mm. Home run derby, man. They, they knocked about six of them out there in the first inning. What are, what are the Orioles? Wow. What are they, 8-27? Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, man. <sighs> man. Uh, that, that Sorry, Dale. Gone, man. But you know what I got to say, man? What's up? Uh, I'm big up to your Capitals, man. They beat the defending champ. Thank you, man. And they finally got over a uh, hump. They, got, they finally got one, huh? But the, the job is not complete again. Nah, you know exactly. Exactly. You know, they East, you know, through, uh, Tampa Bay is a tough team. They got a lot of ex-Ranger players on there. Yep, they sure so, do. And they haunt you. And they haunt you, so, you know, just big up to y'all, man. You know, I hope y'all can pull through. I hope so, so too, I'm, man. Might, might still put on his uh, hockey jersey and be at a game. That's you know, a fact. Man. I'm going to try to get some tickets, man. Something out. Yo, nigga, get that motherfucking puck down, you know? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, what's hey man, going? y'all talking about? Go ahead. Y'all go talking ahead. about the Knicks, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, this is Dale, man. And uh, Trey, I don't know where you get that news from, man. Because about what the news I got about, about Porzingis. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. That's that's that news that they want people to believe in. Uh. Well, it's a conversation that they were they were having. I mean, I'm not saying it's true. I'm just saying that that's the conversation that they had. Can I talk? Yo, son, you on my show, B? If I if I gotta interject, I'ma interject. You you know what? You're right. You're right. The floor is yours, man. All right. You're right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, sir. But anyway. The coach already talked to him, man. The coach told him... Where's the Vince Wright bell when you need it? Yeah, yeah, where's that at? But anyway, <laughs> um, he told him, keep doing what you're doing. He said, um, you're going to be a key part of this team. He said, I'm looking for you to be here by December. It's still December, Trey. Mm-hmm. Now, don't listen to what these other people 
saying? I got a boy in front. I told you I got a boy in front office with the Knicks and the Giants. Mm. All right? So, my boy in the front office with the Knicks said, uh, Pazingas is way uh, ahead of schedule. They just want to get a lot of more weight on him. You know what I'm saying? Because they think about him playing totally nothing but center this year. You know, they want him to bring other centers out so he can shoot his jumper on them. You know, and, and have the middle wide open so we can get more rebounds. But uh, we still got some young players, man. See, people ain't watch the Knicks like I did. I watched every oh, yeah, goddamn game. We, go. we still got young players, right? Now, Trey, am I right now? This is why I can, you know, let you come on in. Am I right with this you now? let me come on okay. in. Okay. <laughs> nigga, you on my show, nigga. The, I'll let you come in never, here. All, <laughs> all the way at the little nagger injury. They got him on a nutrition program. So he should be all right, right? Uh, let me see who else we got. Uh, I was watching the Yankee game, man. That shit getting a little tense. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, man, two, we up to nothing, hey, man. Hey, man, I need you to focus, man. Get out, get 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 through the Knicks, man. Get through the Knicks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm kind of sweating up in here, too, man. What you, what you, what you, hey, hey, Chief, what you I, sipping I, on? I'm about to sweat. I don't even, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm drinking some grapefruit juice right now. I ain't had nothing in there. But, uh, you sure? no, my, my show got to talk about their muscles and shit, man. Oh, and man. That shit just got me sweating and shit. Hey, man. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> 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 but, no, but, no, uh, uh, we got Nick, the guard, Nick Akima, right? We got him. Moody. Uh, Hardaway. Uh, I don't know if Moody ain't gonna make the team, man. But Moody looks like garbage, man. Unless he, unless he work on his game over the summer, right? He'll be a threat, you know what I'm saying? But um, he got to work on his game a little more, man. Um, I tell you, gonna be the point guard, man. That goddamn Trey. Trey gonna Burke. be the point guard, man. Mm. Trey Burke. Trey Burke gonna be the point guard, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. Um, Trey Burke, he got the really had to go get no point guard, man, because he makes the team move. And he still got. I don't know why you trying to let him go, man. Well, you know, and 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 Chief. You know what's funny about that, Chief? Yeah. When when he got to the Knicks, he was so damn right. motivated to play point guard because of all the other teams that had let him go. I think he was with the Wizards mm-hmm. at one point too. He was some garbage for the Wizards. Let's be clear. And and the let's game be clear. and yeah and the, and the game that the Knicks played against the Wizards late in the regular season, he just went completely bonkers in that game. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the stats right. were, but he he just went completely off. On the Wizards, and I, I I think the Wizards that was during their little yeah, yeah, stretch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I remember that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that game. But you, but you see, this is the thing right here. Certain players like that atmosphere of the garden. Certain players can come and be a Nick, and there's certain players that can't be a Nick. Yeah, you know. Well, we gonna have problems. That is, we got some D league players that can ball. How about the guy we picked up from Houston? He should make the team, D-League. man. Hey man, you know y'all in y'all yeah, off season I mean, right now, man. I know you're not off season. Um, um, the Wizards is too, right? Hey, that's a fact. Yeah, that's, that's a fact. fact. Hey, Moshe's Moshe's is loaning guns out, man. He's loaning guns out. He wants you to stop talking about D League players and, and tell, telling us that the fit that Fizdale is taking y'all to the championship. Uh, 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 let me tell you something, man. Uh, <laughs> the hell with you, Mochi. You know what I'm saying? Your fucking Lakers ain't no goddamn good, and your Hawks will never be any goddamn good, all right? So you got two ungood teams. Ungood anyway, teams, man, yes, sir. We're
we had to play D League players, man, because we got tired of that other shit caught in the and all of them with all these contracts that we know we're getting rid of. So we had to see what the young boys can do. And they played most of the second half of the season. And they played good ball. I'm talking about they played against some of the best talent out there. The Knicks only got blown out two games this whole season. Two games the whole goddamn season. So I don't know what the hell. And we got number one pick coming. You know, this may be the year we get um, number one ball, the ball, man. Like, you know, the year Patrick you know, yeah, O'Connor. I, I, I hope so, but I don't like the chances, man. What we got the number nine? You, because you got that. You got that fucking negative ass ass. Uh, man, I don't know. You just like oh, Paul Chief Rocker. Shit, Chief Rocker. How, how old are you, Chief? I don't know. How old are you, Chief? Uh, uh-huh. How old are you, Chief? Hey, man, I've been a Knicks fan for 49 years, man, so I can talk like this. Okay, so, you, so you've so you watched, so you've you've been around 1971 and 1973. I was born I, I was born in 1983. I have yet in my lifetime to watch the Knicks win a championship. Amen. So, so you can't tell but me. You see, them go, you see them go a couple of times, though, did you? Okay, a couple of times. And how long ago was I that? Be happy. I was in Be high. Happy. I was in high school the last time they went, dude. Hey, I was never. Hey, we never been to the championship. The Wizards. Not. I mean, not in my lifetime. In your, I was gonna say in, in your lifetime. lifetime. Yeah, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like Chief can talk differently about the Knicks than I can. Mm-hmm. I have yet to see this team win a championship. Hey, y'all. Let me know if y'all can hear Trey banging on the table every time he get aggressive talking about the Knicks. Hey, Chief Rocker, man. Appreciate you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Did I bang on the table? I guess I did. Man, you be bang. Man, you stay banging on the I, table. I, I, I guess I did, but um, is, is he is he off the line? Yeah. Oh, okay. If he wasn't sorry, Chief Rocker. Oh, okay. Had to unplug you, bro. Okay. Yeah, but but yeah, man, you, you can't tell me you know to be positive when all I've seen the last twenty years is just not positive. Not positive. I mean, I come you, on, man. man. Like, g- g- you, give man. me a break, man. Um. So at some point we was going to talk about this week in NBA playoffs. Yeah, well, I mean, we kind of already said the Rockets was going to close out the Jazz tonight. Tonight, and then in the second game tonight, Golden State, in my eyes, is going to close close the out, the out. Even out. though yeah. I I picked the Warriors to go seven, I thought the Pelicans would be, you know, well, they're, they're competitive. It's just they're not competitive. Late in, late stop, in games, stop. they they've played. Would you say game two was a competitive game? Game two. I would say game t- game two. One and four. Definitely game three. Were in that. Game three was a blowout on the Pelican side. The game that the Warriors gave them. Uh, so is, is that what you're gonna? I'm telling you. To? I said I said this at the very beginning of our NBA playoff conversation. I said I feel like these teams be wanting to close out series at home as opposed to on the road. And that's how these these get these teams that should be I think sweeping other this, teams. I think that's I think your theory holds if a team is up three nothing. This was game three in New Orleans. New Orleans came home and said, We home, let's dominate and that's what they did. Now they had to go get game four and what, they I, I, and they completely was not in game four at all. So I don't, I don't understand how you be in game how how do you do that? I mean well, I, I guess I do understand how you could be, but four in four games. In four games they've been competitive in two of them. The blowout in game three and they were competitive in the first half in game two. I would say overall they've they've hung in there, but they just like we talked about, they just don't have the shooters to match yeah. the shooters for Golden State. We see this. We see this series different. I don't think they're in the same league as the Warriors 
and the only reason that they're eating they're definitely not in the same league. The only reason, the only reason that the only reason that we are even mentioning the Pelicans in any positive light is because of Anthony Davis. Okay, I mean that's not a that's not a secret. Uh, nah, well, no, nah, hold on now. Now, what was your prediction of this game? You had the Warriors the in seven games. I'm sorry, the Warriors in seven games. Right. And you was talking about Drew Holiday this and Drew Holiday that. And Miritich is the X factor that's going to stretch this game to seven right. games. And, and I was wrong. Okay, I'm not, I'm not oh, gonna, but let's not hold on because this this time last week it wasn't just oh you know you got to eat some crow right now because you I had am. because I, I, I Drew said, Holiday I, I was wrong about the series. Drew Holiday is a average ball player, uh, but I never said he was elite. I never, you was talking about Drew Holiday, but I also, this series. But I also said that he was going to have a tough matchup. Can you at least admit that you were a victim of his 48, 41 point game in the series before? Um, you were a victim of that. Of what? His oh against Portland. Against Portland. Can you say that you were a victim of his performance in that series? I would say no because I've been saying. He, it's easier to defend Damian Lillard versus Klay Thompson. Klay Thompson is a bigger body this, than Damian Lillard. This team, I, I, I acknowledge that. This team is not a um, is not a championship team. Like they don't have the roster to be a championship team because they got one one guy that's going to get you points, and I, they I, don't I was, have a secondary and, guy. And I know I said that last week. I'll I'll gladly correct myself in saying this. With the roster they have right now, and I'm including the starters, the the you know, the cats off the bench and you know, mm-hmm. no names, they're they're not. But if they added just two pieces, if they added a couple of shooters to that roster, whether they be one be a starter or both be on the bench, if they added a couple of starters, they get Boogie shooters. back healthy. Mm-hmm. To me, they have the pieces to be a championship team. The problem is, is that the Warriors are constructed and they're in the West. All right, that 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 that's the problem. I, I just guess. just 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 because you know we don't look at the Pelicans as going to the finals doesn't mean that they don't have. Pieces or they can't get pieces. Well, it's obviously, just you that, can get any team can get pieces. We're right. just talking it's, about what they are now. It's just that. The Warriors are a monster right now. No, it's just the Pelicans aren't a monster right now. Mm, well, not too many other teams aren't. <laughs> now, the Rockets are monsters. Um, In comparison to Golden State? Yes. They're the only team that got a chance to beat them. Yeah, I mean, the shoot. Yeah, they got the shooters, but... They got the team. They, yeah, they got the team. Yeah, Good point. Yeah. They got the team. The Pelicans don't have the team. They got the team. The, some would, I mean, I think if you're just looking at roster, not necessarily performance, because yep. you got to give credit to how uh, the Pelicans are performing uh, or performed. Yeah, I think Minnesota's a better roster than the Pelicans. I I agree with yeah, that. So and and, and um, I agree I mean, with that. Are, the Timberwolves are a better roster, but the Timberwolves just ain't going to never beat. <laughs> You know, they just they probably they probably won't beat the Pelicans in a series. Yeah, but they're a better roster. They're a better roster. Yeah, yeah, I I, I totally agree with yeah, that. Yeah, but the Pelicans don't have a don't Pelicans don't have a ro- a championship roster. That's 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 that was my point. There there are maybe there are maybe two pieces from that. 
Maybe. But that was my point. They're not they are not a championship but roster. A, but a part of the reason why they're not one the, you know, the bench is not good one. Number two, you gotta deal with Golden State. <laughs> that, that that that's that's a big piece to that. Um shouts out to Miss Girly Girl in the chat room. What up, girly girl? Um and I I, I meant to shout out Monica earlier in the chat. Oh, what else? I, I did. Earlier. Yeah, what else? I saw her earlier and then I I saw somebody else up here in the chat, but um uh, it, it's too far I gotta go too far back to shout him out. But yeah. um but pre- appreciate you. What up to you? Appreciate everybody in the chat tonight. Um man, the I gotta roast the Raptors, man. I mean I know we kinda did that while Mo Cheese was on the phone. One more time for them bums. Man. Yeah, that's how and that's how I'm going. You bums. Cleveland got them bums up. I don't care if y'all beat us. Y'all bums. They do no heart, no guts, no pulse. I mean They got John Q son heart. And man, I'm I'm frustrated that Jungle Brother took up for these cats. Earlier on Chief Show earlier today, man. Oh yeah, I, yeah. He was like, "Why are you not oh, giving? Yeah. Why are you not giving LeBron credit? Why are you calling them bums? Because they bums. They play like some garbage in the series. I'm sorry. You got You got acknowledge when what? Look, you, this is what. This is how you can tell when a team underachieves. You look at what they do in a regular season. Whether it, you know, a guy averages points, they average assists, or whatever. You look at that, and you carry it over into the playoffs, and if that player or group of players play below their averages yeah. in the regular season, they underachieve. DeMar DeRozan was some garbage in this series. Man. The dude got thrown out of a game for a play that I didn't even think warranted a flavor too. That was, look, that was his, <laughs> that was his hissy fit. Like that weak ass foul was, was his hissy fit. Right. Like the uh, like respectfully, he could play ball. Ain't nobody in that never gonna tell yep. Demar Derozan that he not a quality ball player. Right. But he don't got no dog in him. He ain't got. He that don't f- got no dog in him. He ain't you know? a can of killer. Like yeah, he don't got no dog. And I know he, he takes a lot of tough shots, and I get all that. Yep. He don't got no dog in him, and it's gonna continue. Now Dwayne Casey got to lose a job, and let's be clear. That's unfortunate. If it's so if it's my call, mm-hmm. Dwayne Casey's losing his job. That's that's unfortunate. But he got to lose his job because DeMar DeRozan don't got no dog in him. That That is so unfortunate. I got a take, though, about the Raptors. And I, I want you to chime in on what you think about this. And I shared this with Chief earlier. If I'm the Toronto Raptors, and this is, we got a call coming in? Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. We, we got a call coming in. Carla, what up? Maestro Trey, what up? It's your boy Kevin Plus Talk Sports Radio. What's good? What up, What's man? What's going on, man? What's up? You know we you know we must be talking some good shit when Clutch talks sports, Carla. Word this up, joint. man. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all talk good stuff all the time, man. I love the conversation going back and forth, but when uh when Trey said he's about to get on the Raptors, I was like, Oh, I gotta join in too, I gotta join in too. Let's all let's all call the Raptors garbage together. Yes. And, and and before we call them garbage together, this is in no way no way shading LeBron James. Let's be clear on this. LeBron James did the damn thing in this series. Yes, he did. But let's be clear. Yeah. The Raptors is some garbage. They underachieved in this series. Garbage. Clearly. 
Yeah. And that means the Wizards are even more garbage. But I'm just saying the Raptors is garbage. Has to be the worst and number one seed, the right? Whole, look, and that, that's, that's the wild part about the Raptors, right? They weren't a bad number one seed. This is a team in the Raptors. They were the only team in the NBA this past season that were top five in both offensive and defensive efficiency. They had Valanciunas in the middle. They had Jamar Rosen improving from the three-point line. Kyle Lowry was more consistent throughout the regular season. Their bench was athletic. They had a guy like Fred VanVleet. They had guys like Ibaka who started to play better, at least toward the end of the series. We had a good regular season. They had a roster that was constructed to beat LeBron James. They changed their practices. They changed the way that they moved with their rotation. They changed everything about them to specifically beat LeBron James. Mm-hmm. And LeBron James just simply has their number. He just simply has their number. When you beat a team 10 straight times mm-hmm. in the playoffs, you, you just have a number. And LeBron James simply has Toronto's number. And there was not a darn thing that the Raptors could do about it. I've said it before, and I'll continue to say it again. The Cleveland Cavaliers have LeBron James. Yeah. The rest of the Eastern Conference does not have LeBron James. Because when you look at the teams between the Pacers, the Raptors, and I believe the Celtics who they'll face in the Eastern Conference Final, they have better overall rosters that are constructed. Mm-hmm. But they do not have LeBron That's James. And I think the matchup that, that folks will have to watch in the Eastern Conference Final, because I do believe the Boston will get there, yep. is not necessarily any player for Boston, but it's how Brad Stevens is going to defend LeBron James. Because everything else, I think Brad Stevens is one of the best coaches in the NBA, and it's yeah. going to be interesting to see how he puts together a defensive uh, strategy against LeBron James because he doesn't have the horses to keep up with LeBron James talent-wise as far as individuals guarding him. Yeah. But collectively as a team, they're going to have to defend LeBron and get the ball out of his hands you know, much more frequently than what Toronto did because I couldn't understand for the life of me why Toronto refused to double LeBron James in this mm-hmm. series, especially – as he continued to go off game after game after game, rotations were bad. They could not, they did not double LeBron James at all in this series, and he just made it made it look easy. He just made it look easy. And, and Kevin, with that being said, I'll, I'll go ahead and say this about that upcoming series. I think the Cavs are going to kill Boston. Facts. I think I think they're going to I think they're going to smoke them. Yeah. That's a fact. I mean, all this talk about Brad Stevens, and he's a good coach. And, and shouldn't be shaded. Yeah. But but the Celtics are going to get yeah. smoked in these conference finals. Yeah. I, I think what's happened here, and I think Man. what you've seen with Cleveland right now, they've had a tough series they with the Pacers. Up. They woke up. They they you know they drew the Raptors. Mm-hmm. They drew <laughs> bad blood. Mm-hmm. They got through that, and now they see the light at the end of the tunnel. They're yeah. going to they're gonna smoke Boston. Yeah, and you know, and and part of me agrees with that because yeah, out of respect for Boston, because honestly, they have been the toughest team, the grittiest team in these playoffs so far. Mm-hmm. They obviously did what they had to do uh, against Milwaukee, winning all four home games there. Yep. They played a very talented Philadelphia 76ers team, tough as nails. But at the same time, they just simply do not have the horses when there's no Kyrie Irving. When there's no Gordon Hayward, mm-hmm. Jalen Brown, your best defensive player, is dealing with a hamstring injury. You really don't have any protection in the middle to create resistance for LeBron James when he goes and drives the lane for for Boston. So 
it's it's tough to see how they can overcome LeBron James in and of himself. But I think it's with a collective effort. I think this series goes six games out of respect for Brad Stevens, out of respect for Boston and being as tough as they are. I think the series goes six games. I think ultimately Cleveland does win it in six. Mm-hmm. But I could see a scenario where where um, the Cavaliers get them out of there in five. I could mm-hmm. see. Uh, That's what I'm calling it. Where sweet. The, I'm calling it sweet. You know, could, could you, um, because I think they'll split in Boston. Um, the Cleveland will get at least one in Boston in those first two games. Uh, and I expect them, honestly, I expect them to split both the first four games. I think they'll split, you know, in Boston. I think they'll split in Cleveland. And I think Cleveland will win the final two games of that series to win in, mm-hmm. in, in six. But no, that's right. I, I could see a scenario where Cleveland gets them out of there in five because at this point, what LeBron James needs to do is to get them out of there as quickly as possible yeah. because you know what's waiting for you, you know waiting in terms of Golden State. Yeah, I, you know what's yeah. funny, man? Yeah. I, I, the, the games over the weekend, after the outcomes, I, I, I threw my hands up and I said, I, I, I give up. Because yeah. my, my, my prediction was that there would not be a part four in the finals. And once I saw Philly do what Philly did in game three, mm-hmm. choke that game away, mm-hmm. and once I saw the Raptors... Choke game one away. Yeah, I I I just threw my hands up in yeah. the air and just said, you know what, it, I, I I give up. It, hey, Clash. Hey, Clash. Plug your show one more time, bro. Yeah. Uh yeah, we are on every Monday and Friday, eight a.m. to ten a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Sports Radio America Network. You can listen to that on TuneIn Radio and the TuneIn app, and then you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, at CT Sports Radio and Facebook.com slash Clutch Talk Sports Radio. We're doing our show simulcasting on Facebook Live every Monday and Friday now uh, as we do our show our live. And then you can get a replay every Tuesday through Thursday at the same time, 8 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes, sir. Hey, man, appreciate you. Hey, appreciate y'all. Y'all doing? Yeah. All right. All right, Kevin Gray. Clutch Talk Sports right there. Um, good, you know, good, good call by him, man. Um, just want to shout out uh, a couple of guys in here. Uh, Al Thompson, who is a big time Cleveland Cavalier fan. Yeah, man. In the chat, what's going on? And he's he made a good point. He said Tristan took Horford and Millsap's spirit with all the contested rebounds, and he's referring to that conference, conference. final against the Hawks years mm-hmm. ago. And it ain't, it wouldn't surprise me if the same thing happened. In this next series, man, mm-hmm. and and I, I gotta give Horford some credit, cause in Game Three, he had two important plays in a row. Mm-hmm. He had the inbound pass, which he caught and you know put it in mm-hmm. right in the paint. Yep. And then on the other end of the court, he had to steal from Embiid when Simmons was inbounded the ball mm-hmm. and shot his free throws and sealed the game. Horford has been doing some good things in his postseason, so I got to give him credit. Yeah, but in this next series, who else in you? you who else in the chart? Uh, Jungle Brother. Oh, the homie Jungle Brother. What What's up, up, man? What up? What up? What, what up, up, man? It's I think was it was it everybody? I think it was somebody else. Uh, no, I think that was it. Okay, I think that was it. Uh, but yeah, I see the homie Jungle Brother. Uh, like I told you earlier, he's he's on the Toronto bandwagon, but. Jungle, I got to call you out for not, you know, calling out these Raptors, man. Yeah, LeBron deserves credit. Nobody's saying he doesn't, but there's two sides to a story, man. And Toronto, they underachieved in this series. They're bums. 
Let's let's call it what it is. They gotta be bums today, bro. Yeah, I get it. No, they gotta be bums today, bro. They, no, they're gonna be bums throughout this whole off season. <laughs> they gotta, yeah, they, they gotta do something about. They it. gotta be bums, man. I want to see what you think about this, and I, I, I wanted to say this. If the, uh, let me, let me just if the, if LeBron would have beat him in six, then I, you know, but they got swept. They gotta be bums today. Yeah, and and I don't want him to lose. I don't want him to lose. I don't want Dwayne Casey to lose his job because LeBron is so good and because Demar Derozan um, ain't. Oh, and I ain't gonna say that. He's good. He's not on that level. He ain't on that level. He ain't on that level. He and I hate that, that Dwayne Casey gotta lose his job because of that. Mm-hmm. But let's be clear, it's probably gonna happen. What I like Dwayne Casey, but but see, and it's the same. We've been talk. We talk about this every playoffs for the past four years. Mm-hmm. Um, Dwayne Casey is a good coach. Demar Derozan mm-hmm. is a good player. Cal Lowry is a good player. Mm-hmm. But is it enough? Right. And. It's not enough. A man. lot of people thought, oh, they're a number one seed this year. Maybe it's going to be different. And, hey. Uh, he says uh, LeBron did the same thing to the number one seed last LeBron year. LeBron is the now, best now, now, in see, the fucking game. See, let me, let me, let before you, before you rebut. Uh-huh. LeBron is the best in the fucking game. Yes. Period. Yes. There's no, nothing else about that. It ain't nobody else to talk about. When you talk about uh, the reasons why the Cavaliers swept the Toronto Raptors, mm-hmm. you could s- mention little smaller points, but there's no nothing else to say on the big scale of why they won but LeBron James. Let's be clear about that. But because we got a podcast and we got the opportunity to pick on the little nitpicking things, DeMar DeRozan some shit, yep. and Dwayne Casey going to lose his job for it, yep. respectively. And, and here's my problem with what Jungle Brother said right there. He said LeBron did the same thing to the number one seed last year. Who was the number one seed last year? I don't remember. It was the Boston Celtics. Okay. Jungle Brother, I guarantee you that you probably called out Brad Stevens for losing that series. I can, I, I can almost guarantee you that he called Brad Stevens out for losing that series. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to do that to Brad Stevens, then we got to do this to the Toronto Raptors. Because you know I'm he sorry. Because you know he ate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's a fact. Shout out to you, bro. Shout out to you, homie. But if I'm the Toronto Raptors, I thought of this idea. I'm in that front office. I get on the phone with the San Antonio Spurs, and I say, hey, listen, I got DeMar DeRozan. I'm going to trade you DeMar DeRozan. I got DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry. Fuck it. Maybe. I got both of them, bro. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. You do that, too. We want Kawhi Leonard. And I will and I will trade you Demar Derozan, <laughs> Ibaka, you can have, hey, Kyle Lowry, maybe may, may a part of that bench. You can have, yeah. We we need Kawhi Leonard. Now, we need somebody. If you now, if you ask me to bet on, I wonder that, if Kawhi Leonard got that dog in him too, though. Said you. You said you want. I wonder if he does. That's a good question. But what I do know about Kawhi is he's one of the guys in the league that can defend. LeBron better than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Certainly better than DeMar DeRozan Certainly. or Kyle Lowry. Certainly. So if I'm Toronto, I got to be thinking, look, I got to try something. I, I got to do yeah. something here. Because, look, nobody's looking at Toronto as this free agency, you know, spot to go to. Mm-hmm. The only way to me they're going to get players like a caliber of Kawhi Leonard is if they trade for him. Yeah. So why not reach out 
to the Spurs because you know the situation they got down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see what's up. And uh, and you know what I mean, I yeah that that would work out. Demar Derozan and you know mm-hmm. Demar Derozan to the Spurs. That would, I, I I couldn't see how they that how that wouldn't work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't see why that wouldn't be a possibility. Now, if you ask me to bet that that would happen, oh no no, I'm not gonna do yeah. that. Yeah, because I mean the Toronto doesn't do stuff like that. And and you know my uncle made a good point to me over the weekend. He said. The Spurs don't train nobody. Yeah. And yeah, that's true, but we know the players have the say-so and the agents are trying to get these guys to where they want to go. So mm-hmm. if Kawhi doesn't want to be in San Antonio, then guess what? The Spurs may have no choice but to but say, I, we're going to have to get you up out of here. And then what, what better time, man? Because think about it. time than the present? Because think about it. He's a free agent. After next season, and you certainly don't want to lose Kawhi for nothing. For, right. Mm-hmm. So why not try to get something in return if you know from the jump that he don't want to be with you? Yeah. Kind of similar to Paul George. Yeah. He let him know early, like, yo, I'm not going to resign. Yeah. So just, you might as well just trade me off. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I'd look into that. So let's, let's be clear. Um, mm-hmm. Let's be clear. Part four. <sighs> it, yeah, I, I mean, and it's like I said, man. I, I'm, Houston is the only hope yeah. of making my prediction. You know, even though it wasn't the what you prediction saw. team yeah. for team, yeah. But if it's Houston, Cleveland, then my so prediction of no part four, yeah, is still intact. So be it. Yeah, I got you. But I got you. You know, I'm I'm looking at you know the Rockets, and you you talk about the Capitals happening to erase some demons. This team right here, and particularly Chris Paul, is about to erase some demons. He's going to get to his first conference final. Yeah. You know, once they close this game. Um, 46-54, Rockets on top. Okay. You know, their their quarter just started. So, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. But I I, I expect the Rockets to, you know, close this thing out, man. And big shout-out to Donovan Mitchell for keeping this team in the postseason. Yeah, man. You know, yeah, man. I, I I love what he's doing, man. Rubio, I would have never thought he was going to make it back in time for the series. So, you know, it is what it is. Looks like we got Rockets. So, any Warriors. any other any other debates about uh, Donovan Mitchell versus Ben Simmons for Rookie of the Year? Uh, no, my Rookie of the Year is Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that we was all on one page and one accord with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm with Donovan Mitchell. I mean, because uh, I, I mean, I thought it was interesting that people really had Ben Simmons at all, but mm-hmm. um, you know, it was a hot take. Yeah, it was a hot take at one point. And if Ben Simmons wins it, I wouldn't be upset. I'd be upset. I'd be pissed. No, I'd be pissed. You would be. I'd be pissed. I, I, I wouldn't be. Upset. I'd be pissed if Ben Simmons run rookie of the, rookie of the year over Donovan Mitchell right now. Um, I I can understand. I can I totally understand, but I I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't flip a table or anything like that. Uh, last I mean, question, I guess, before we leave. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Clutch Talk Sports asks: Question is Donovan Mitchell the next Russell Westbrook? I don't think so. Uh no. Um, I hear a lot of comparisons to Dwayne Wade. Yeah, I hear that too. I I've heard that generally I, in the chat room. Yeah, I kind of see it a little bit when I watch him. 
But obviously he's a rookie, so we give him some time yeah. to develop that. It looks like his jump a little better than Dwayne Wade's is. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to remember how uh, good of a jumper Dwayne. Dwayne Wade, Wade is a good was has always been a good um, in the in the paint guy, right. not necessarily um, right right shooting like he he can he can get it going rhythm wise, mm-hmm. but. I, I've never known him to be a great One thing Donovan shooter. Mitchell can do is he can slash to the basket. Well, that's, that's Wade's Wayne game. Wade. That's Wade's game, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that's that's where the comparison lies. At. RC says, but those votes were counted for when the season ended. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell was still better. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, again, my rookies, Donovan Mitchell. If Ben Simmons won it, I'm not. No, you know. I, I'd throw a take. How about, how about this hot take? And I know it doesn't matter because he's playing so well in the playoffs mm-hmm. like this. Jason Tatum, yeah, um, is you know showing us some things. Yeah, and this it, series though, it's not like he was good the series before. And, and like, the, like he the was Milwaukee series. Like he was there, but he wasn't. You know, yeah, he's shown himself in the Sixer series. But, yeah, but I mean, he's had to do some things against Milwaukee, and, yeah. and and I'm starting to think. You know, I I had this conversation, and you know, we'll, we'll wrap it up, but. Um, I had a conversation with uh, my cousin Malcolm over the weekend, and he's a, he's a big time Celtics fan, mm-hmm. and so he's he's hyping everything that you know he's about to go, you know, face LeBron in the conference finals and all that stuff. And and the one thing I told him, I said, look, Jason Tatum is having a you know a good postseason right now. Yeah. But just because you think that they would have been better if Kyrie was healthy 100% across the board and Hayward Mm -hmm. was healthy 100% across the board, doesn't necessarily mean that this team would have been the number one seed. Yeah. I mean, Hayward got hurt game one, one, and after that, they racked off, what, 14 straight? Mm -hmm. And then they had streaks of five, six, eight in sporadic moments throughout Mm -hmm. the season. Mm Mm-hmm. I thought the Celtics were right where they needed to be at. I just thought Toronto had a better regular season. Yeah. You, you know? Yeah. So he's like, well, no, nah, they could have been two games better. Okay, maybe. But, I mean, you've got to be satisfied with yeah. what you're seeing right now. Yeah. And and don't underestimate the system that Brad Stevens is running here. Hey, don't Don't underestimate that. Yeah. You know? And, and quite frankly, when all these guys get back healthy next year, if I'm a Celtic fan, I would enjoy it for the one year because yeah. they're not going to be able to keep all these guys. Well, how many years is Kyrie there? Um, right, because he's the contract is coming is coming up, right? No, this is first year. Is it's only a one year deal? Well, I'm got, asking. I don't know. I'm I'm saying he got traded, which means uh, that deal. Yeah, he did get traded. Close I'm sorry. to yeah, that yeah. deal is close to getting. Uh, you know, yeah. done. And then Gordon Hayward was the free agent. Gordon Hayward was the free agent. So Gordon Hayward's going to be there. Yeah. I'm just looking at the other guys and knowing what Danny Ainge likes to do, he likes to trade, you know, for draft picks, players, and things like but that. They got a young, they got a young nucleus already set up. And they that's, do. And that's in, they do. But when all these guys are health, when, when this team is 100% healthy, I, and, and I warned Malcolm, I said, dude, don't expect Jason Tatum to be this. Mm. He's doing this because he has to right now yeah. because they're There's short nobody else there. Yeah. There's nobody else there. Mm-hmm. Don't expect and look, don't expect Jason Tatum to be doing what he's doing right now. You know, if if you fall in love in, with the trap like that, then that's on you. Yeah. But I'm just warning you right now, 
Jason Tatum, he's a good player. I believe he's going to have a bright future, but I don't know who when he is just yet. When everybody comes back, production is going to go down. It, exactly. It, exactly. So, you know, just, just wanted to shout that out. Um, just want to shout out everybody in the chat room. Uh, appreciate everybody, especially the X-Squad that jumped up in here. Uh, RC said, I believe Kyrie has two years left on his deal when yeah. he was traded oh, to Boston. Yeah, gang. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, also, uh, we appreciate everybody that's out there listening that's not in the chat room as well. So uh, just a few reminders. Uh, make sure you check out the website, barbershopsportstalkpodcast.com. We got the blog site that's up there. And, man, I was I was meaning to do a blog before we did this show, but I've just been yeah. busy and all that. But I'll, I'll get to one. Um, you know, check out the videos, which we also upload on our YouTube page. So subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. We also got the Facebook page. We got the Instagram page at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We're on Twitter at Barbershop S-P-O-R-2. And also, if you got any questions about the show, any comments, you can email us at barbershopsportstalk1 at gmail.com. So um, that's it for the show. It's Maestro Styles, Trey Frazier. Yes, sir. Signing off. Y'all have a good week. We'll be back next Tuesday. Go Caps. Peace. Yo, what's good? This is Trey Frazier. Maestro Styles. This is the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Make sure y'all tune in to us every Tuesday night, 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal.